Welcome everyone to the latest edition of Sticks and Kicks, fresh off of All-Star Weekend where our Phoenix Suns are ready to prove that the first half of the season was just a taste of what's to come. The Coyotes continue to struggle and signings all around the NFL. As free agency is just around the corner, the excitement begins right now. I am your host, Danny Orona, and with me is my roundtable of sports degenerates, both near and far, here to entertain you for the next couple of hours. Gentlemen, introduce yourselves and talk to the people, starting with the man brought to my left from Tempe, Arizona, Mr. Jeremy Griffin. <sighs> Jeremy Griffin's awesome. <laughs> ah, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. So happy to be here. So happy to talk about sports. One thing, if you know about sports, it is never over. Even when the season is over, it never stops. There's always something going on. And if you want to be the best, you have to keep your ears to the ground, your eyes in the sky. Got my co-host with us all the way out in Mesa, Arizona. Lucio, let him know what's going on. Hey, how you guys doing? You know, just uh, sitting here all the way in Mesa. Couldn't make it today, but uh, I'm still there in spirit. But I'm ready to have a good show. You know, ready to do this. And I, I guess we have a special guest, a guest that he comes on. I don't know if he's in Wisconsin, but, you know, he's a Packer fan. <laughs> Let's give it up. <laughs> and yes, and Lucio's talking about our special guest today, Cole, <laughs> a part owner of the of Green Bay Packers. You all know him, Mr. Max Powers. Hello. I do hail all the way from Wisconsin, but I am currently located in Phoenix, Arizona. What's the address? <laughs> Six two ah, four. Hey, uh, I don't have a cool intro like uh, like my men's uh, around me, but uh, I'm very happy to be here. Let's get this shit going. Oh, All right, cool. that's a cool intro. There you go. Uh, that's, thank you. Thank that's you exactly so what we need. And Lucio, we're dead. We know you're here in spirit, and that's a big ass spirit. Let me just tell you guys one thing. Uh, it's kind of good a, because is that a fat joke? I was gonna say, is that a fat joke? <laughs> we we, we would have. Let's just say we would have had to put him in the other part of the studio because right here it's already a little cramped up. Uh, with all Damn. this, uh, that wow. was a fat joke. Ah. It was. Wow. Cancel, Danny. It's it's, it's probably is. <laughs> all right. It's one thing okay. that is not. not <laughs> Cancel, Danny. Move on. All Danny. right, moving on. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I want to talk. I, I want to just bring this up real quick because I did get a couple of uh, comments on Facebook over this with the cancellation, quote unquote, of. Uh, NBA veteran Pepe Le Pew not uh, being oh. able to join his team anymore. <laughs> and uh, my thing with everything that's going on, hey, Lent, dude, dude only had two points in the first game. He got a flagrant foul for his stink bomb against the Monstars. And he's an absolute liability on defense. So why would we want him back in the lineup? Not only a liability on defense, but he never really played any offense either. Like, I mean, two points, bro. I believe he had like three shots. I mean, and that's I'm pretty bro, sure he, he was had- just flirting with the other uh, cartoon characters the whole time. I think, he, you know, he's just a little whore. Well, first of all, they're teammates. Bro, that fool had a mad assist, bro. What are you talking about? I mean... I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure he did. He did. But I think he had, like, assist, he had bro. like, bro, he had like three assists in like the third quarter. And and mind you, mind you, he had to take PEDs to get that to get the energy to ha- to have. I'm not gonna hold that against it because they all did, and that's probably what's helping out the. We all know that's what's helping out the Phoenix Suns right now. That's secret I mean, stuff. Really, that's secret stuff. If you stuff, really think man. about it, that's kind of Jordan's fault. You know his selfish ass. Be like, you know what? I don't think y'all gonna be doing good. Let me uh lie to y'all and uh get you to do what I want anyways. You know. I mean, like we we saw we saw a lot during the Last Dance documentary and. uh it shows that he can be really hard to play with. So I'm pretty sure he expected more out of the team. So 
Uh, well, I'm just saying. I mean, he had a career high. Like, I think it was like 160 points. <laughs> um, you know, a, a, a game-winning buzzer beater dunk from uh, a, a the three other po- side a three of the court. Dunk? <laughs> a three-point dunk? <laughs> three-point dunk from the other side of the court. I'm just saying, man. I mean, in all in all, he, re- he really carried that team. So, yeah, no, unfortunately, unfortunately, they did lose a teammate. But uh, they got a new one. They got they got some guy with some like weird hairline, a Le, 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 LeBron something. No, that'll be fixed in post. Ah, <laughs> we don't got to worry yeah. about that. But no, uh, I'm I'm excited for that movie. I don't know about y'all, but uh, yeah, enough of all this. Come on, man. Enough of all this cancel culture and all everything that's going on. We get what's going on in the world, but guys, fighting over cartoon characters, whether people are right or wrong, y'all are fighting over cartoon characters on Facebook, right? Leave it alone. That that's just my thing, right? Now. All right, let's get right into some uh, news that we have going on over here. Phoenix Rising played their first scrimmage, first preseason scrimmage of the season, uh, losing effort 4-0 to against Sporting Kansas City. Uh, Lucio, last year, same result, losing 4-0 to against Sporting Kansas City, and we all know how that's turned out. The only difference is here, there were no fans, no media, no one allowed inside, it's played behind closed doors. Uh, do you think that helps all of the uh trialists that are trying to make the team do you think it takes away their nerves or is it strictly just covid regulations um honestly maybe a little bit of both i think that uh obviously with covid still uh prime thing and and all around the world i think that it was just one of those moves that they decided to just be like you know what let's uh let's not have anybody in we don't really need anybody in right now um and just wait till the season starts. Right now, we'll just get them to kind of learn how to play with each other. Because uh, I don't know if you saw the interview by Rick Schott, but uh, he uh, he basically said that, like, you know, that they, they need to, there's new players on the team. They need some time to, like, really adjust and, and play together because they've never played together before. So um, I think it's, it's a little bit of both, you know. And I think that COVID really helps in the sense of kind of making it seem like it's, it's not as, uh, you know, not them trying to just hide the, the fact that they haven't played for five, six months. Last season showed us a little bit of what this, this team can do with little, limited practice because of the COVID shutdown. They had to come back, uh, really retrain after weeks of not having any kind of activity. So they, they kind of got a taste of what this offseason was going to be like because obviously they couldn't all get together. There couldn't be any team practices, things like that. Do you think mm-hmm. do you think having that uh, experience last year, that kind of a uh, COVID, everybody trained on their own, helped them out and uh, can can help them come together faster than they did last year? You know, I'm not 100 percent sure. And the reason why is last year was a little bit different. Last year, it was just kind of like it happened and the boys were there. A lot of them played with each other. They knew each other already. And uh, so they were just trying to, like, get this whole thing like over with, they wanted to be playing because they didn't want to be sitting around. Uh, this year, or, or this off season is a little bit different. I think that this off season, they, uh, because they, what, like they've already experienced the season without, with COVID and stuff like that. I think they were just a little bit less worried about it. I, I want to say less worried about it, but I think that they, they, they actually took time off this time since it was technically their off season. Like there was no like, Oh, you know, like it's COVID, we're technically on the season, let's stay in shape. I think they actually stayed off, you know, not doing much and just kind of, you know, being with family, being with their loved ones, you know, a lot of things can happen. Uh, I think this year was a little bit different. Um, so I think we might get off to a rocky start, to be honest. Um, so, 
Well, hopefully not because they, I mean, they do have a lot of games. I believe they have seven more games in preseason. Mm-hmm. And sure, that's that. Uh, a lot of that is to get these um, these new guys out well, there, chemistry, team chemistry, and people actually of trying to make the team. But we have, like you said, a lot of returning veterans and people like, like Musa, who last year mm-hmm. played with uh, Kansas City in the MLS. So not only was he a great player when he was here, he got all that experience against uh, all first uh, first team players in the highest tier of soccer in the United States. So, and, and, and like you said, you know, it, it, it's one of those things that they are coming back. And I think that what I mean by rocky start, I don't mean obviously to the season. I mean like to the, the start of the preseason. I think it's going to take a, a few games to get them kind of in a, in a right space. You know, like, like, like I said, Rick said that there's, you know, they haven't played much together or at all for five to six months. So like they're, they're kind of, you know, getting everything going again. So I think it's one of those like, all right, you know, it's going to take a few games to kind of get that rhythm that they've been looking for. So. All right. And uh, last week we didn't really touch on uh, another MLS promotion this time for a coach, Blair Gavin, assistant to Rick Johns and the guy that actually took over after Rick took his leave uh, towards the end of last season in a very, you know, controversial manner, but you know, Blair did a, an excellent job coaching the team, taking us all the way uh, to uh, to the championship where we needed to go. Now he's going to be with the Columbus Crew, defending MLS champion, so big shout-out to him. And uh, we have two new ass- uh, assistants coming in, uh, in Juan Guerra and uh, Danny Stone coming in to Phoenix Rising and help out with that coaching staff. Do you think that not only uh, as a as a coach to the players, but uh, Rick Chance could also have a good effect on these new coaches' lives. We already seen with Blair what he was able to do with him. And for him to get a coaching tree under him and for him to get other coaches into USL, MLS teams, you know, I think that is as much to do uh, with solidifying Rick as, you know, the ultimate Phoenix Rising coach as it is for the player's success. Are you asking me? Yeah, like that's what I think. What do you think? Um, I mean, it does play a part. I mean, like it also does take a, a, a special person to kind of step up into a role like that. I mean, we saw it with Rick when he, when uh, uh, whatever his name is, he went over to Europe or whatever. I forget, uh, forget what his name is because I only had him for like half a season. So, um, but he left, and then Rick Shaw had to take in. Uh, take up the role as interim uh, head coach and you know I mean look what he did I mean I think it does take a certain type of person but I think the leadership that Rick uh, has with them being calm and everything I think it does kind of roll off onto the, the assistant coaches and everything and the players of course I mean we have really strong players players like to play here coaches like to coach here and they learn a lot so when they do leave they do end up going to do bigger and better things I mean like even for the players that are coming back or that left you know John went to go play with Atlanta um, you know, Musa went to go play. Um, I forgot exactly who they played. He played with Kansas uh, City. Montreal. What was that? Kansas City. Kansas City, right? Kansas City, and then you got Dia over there. Um, so, like, I think it, it really does kind of show uh, the the level that Rick Shaw has to be able to, you know, teach players and get them to go, and also teach the coaches. Um, I think these new coaches are going to have a. a a lot to learn and hopefully to pick up quick because uh, I don't want them to be slow learners. So, uh, Yeah, and so Phoenix Rising has the rest of their games. I believe the rest of the games this week are going to be in Tucson, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but, yeah, they got a game, a couple of games against Portland. They got one against Colorado. 
Uh, two of those uh, coming this Tuesday, they're actually the same day, so they're going to play shortened games with different squads, you know, all kind of preseason things. You know how it is with uh, with you footballers and your weird schedules. So, uh, but I, I, th- I think the, mo- the more this team plays and the most often, especially in these limited spurts, is going to really build the team chemistry and I believe give us a better idea uh, sooner rather than later of what the first team is going to look like when we do officially kick off the season. Uh, I believe it's the first week of May that we do that. Yes, I believe so as well. Lucio, are you going to try to make it out to any of those Tucson games? Try to jump the fence and do all your thing, you know, dig under the dirt, whatever you got to do get on the pitch? I don't know, man. I, I Honestly, it's one of those things that I would like to go to the games depending on when they are, but if they're during the work week, if I get off late from work, if they're during the weekend, it just depends on what I'm doing. I mean, I'm kind of a busy guy. I do a lot of things, you know, people, you know, request for my attention all the time. You know, I'm a, you know, wanted man. <laughs> this guy. I'm a popular guy. So, you know, you know me. I can't, can't make any promises. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully you'll be able to uh, join us in studio soon. Uh, hopefully ne- uh, next week and we'll break down what the starting lineup might look like for opening day, even though we are a uh, little over a uh, month and a half away. So last question on the Phoenix Rising. So do you, do you think that Phoenix Rising are done signing or they got one more left in them? Done signing? Oh, no, I think there's probably going to be one more big, big signing. I think there's going to be one that's going to let us know. Like, oh, okay, this was a, this is nice. You know, it's going to be one that's going to make us all really, really happy. So David Beckham to the Phoenix Rising. You're calling it right now? Is that what you're calling it right now? Is that what you're saying? Hey, man, we're, we're in danger of being bought by David Beckham at this point. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I don't know. Messi looks like a for sure thing. I think he wants to come to the States. Oh, he's I mean, he's definitely up. out of Barcelona. So, I mean, <laughs> hey, you're looking for a uh, good time over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bored? A little, hey, little practice? Why not? A little practice? I mean, we're, we're closer to Argentina, so you can go home. Yeah. I mean, yep. he's... Bro, we're we like a drive to five Spanish. drive. <laughs> we speak Spanish. I mean, like, what more do you want? There's Mexican food right there. I don't yeah, know if he's actually had real authentic. And, and I don't the think- best, part of, best part of everything is that if you play here rather than Spain, Spanish government doesn't take half your paycheck in taxes. That's what happened. Like yeah. these guys, no, I know they. No, I saw millions stuff like and millions that. They of get so much money seized from the government, yep. bro. That's why their governments are so rich. Yeah, that's why they're so rich. It's the Spanish government. Which governments are you talking? Well, yeah. I mean, Spain, Argentina. I mean, think of all these countries that well, have well, the, football. The the, the the biggest one, like, because they all have big contracts and everything. But the one that takes the biggest slice out of the cake is Spain. Yeah, Spain. And like, the, so that's why they were compared. Like Ronaldo supposedly makes less money in in uh, Italy than Messi. Like. That's why he does all those. Like uh, no, no, he does not, because <laughs> he gets to keep most of his money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. All right, so Messi to a Phoenix Rising confirmed. confirmed. All right, let's, um, <laughs> all, right. all right, and uh, so just w- w- one last little sprinkle on uh, on this news dump for soccer. This is the first time in I believe sixteen years that there will not be either Ronaldo or Messi in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Wow. Well, so bo- I mean, both Barcelona and Juve got eliminated. So, I mean, we're going to see new stars, you know, hopefully, you know, other other kids. Kids like Mbappe, he's been just chomping at the bit to come on the international, like, worldwide stage. I know he's an international star, but to be seen as one of the best in the world, like, I think this is shot. 
Nice. That's, that's always like a scary and uh, exciting moment, though, when when you don't have the old faces, but you then you got you know new. You become the who new are going faces. to yeah, right, exactly, right, exactly. Are going to be yeah. the old faces. Yeah, that's that's crazy. So I mean, it it, it is like if we would have gone into this this playoffs for the NFL with uh, without you know. Tom Brady and Drew Brees without any of them, you know, without. And we were close to that, God damn it. <laughs> well, we just, unfortunately, we just lost one. We'll get into yeah, that later. Not oh, unfortunately. Yeah. It's good. Not unfortunately. All right. <laughs> before we get into Drew that, Britain. Uh, Lucio, while, while we got you, bro, what is going on with the Coyotes? We talked about it last week, and y'all, uh. y'all didn't say, y'all did not agree that this week could have been make or break. And even though we rescued three points out of these last few games, bro, this hockey is just so lazy that we're watching. Mm-hmm. What are we averaging, yeah. like 13, 14 shots a game? Yeah, While our goalie is getting peppered with 45 block, I believe, uh, Antoronto, uh, I think, matched his career high or something with 44 saves the other day. Yeah, no, it's it's bad, bro. It's not good at all. I mean, like you really gotta you really gotta think. Like we're like you said, we're, we're getting peppered every aren't you watch thirty four saves, uh, you know, uh, thirty one saves, thirty four shots, you know, and then there was three goals on him. I mean he, he, it's bad, man. It's 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 not good. I mean, like you're looking at the stats and, and these guys just do not look hungry. I mean, the fact that Kessel scored is a, it's a very, <laughs> it's surprising in itself. You know, um, I just think that, you know, the first quarter, they play with a little pizzazz that they're into it. And it's like right after the first quarter, like they give up. It's like they, they get tired periods. or they just, or periods, you know, uh, after the first period, they get, you know, just like, oh, you know, we're winning. You know, and they let off the gas, and then, you know, they come back. I mean, like, the first thing they did on the second period, I mean, they came back, and they came back hard, the wild, and they just scored. And then, you know, don't even talk to me about the third period. The third period is like if we weren't even there. It's like, oh, you guys want to play on the ice by yourselves? Okay, go ahead. And just got wrecked. I mean, like, it's just lazy hockey. And, and, and honestly, I think in part, I mean, I think uh, Rick Tockett should really be – Thinking about his, his his job in Arizona, um, you know, I think some of these these players are also, you know, I think Morello is going to be Alex Morello is going to be looking for some new players next season. I mean, this season, I mean, even with the trade, maybe, but I doubt it. We're not in, in contention of do playoffs. I don't think he's going to be looking for anybody until the off season, uh, and he's going to make some moves, man. You're going to see some players, some veteran players, maybe leave. Um, and Rick Tocca, if he keeps being, if they keep losing, they keep playing like this, he's going to get, you know, they're going to cut the, cut the time. I'm going to, I'm going to need you to walk me through, uh, the Friday's game against the wild, because I watched the first two periods and then I, I was not able to watch the third one, but I saw the final score, but I saw them trying to like play good defensively and take care of the puck. Even though they weren't shooting a lot, it was zero zero throughout the first two periods. Even though we were being outshot a lot, so what happened in that third one where they racked up four goals on us? You know, I so this one was. I think that they played hard. Um, I feel like they really got like they really did well the first period. I think the second period was just lucky that they didn't get scored on. It's also we we missed some opportunities that second period. It was the third period, obviously, where we get destroyed, dismantled. I think it was really 
just the fact that the the Minnesota the Minnesota Vikings the Minnesota Wild <laughs> the Minnesota Wild just figured this out. They figured this out, and then they 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 like they pushed hard and they kept the pressure on us. It was like I said, like we have always said for the last like month and a half about the Coyotes. They can't push the puck forward. They can't move it forward. They can't really do anything. Like they get the puck and it's like they're scared little kids just like throwing the puck around, just moving it. They don't even know who they're sending it to. They're just sending the puck around. And it looks so not natural. It doesn't look like court. doesn't look orchestra. It doesn't look like there's a strategy. It's just push the puck they forward. Don't, they don't look like a team is what you're telling me. You know what it looks like? It looks, it looks like, like we got little- a bad coach. They need some Mighty Ducks intervention. (laughs) It looks like when little kids are playing soccer and everyone's just kicking the ball around going forward and the the opposing team is always like the kids that are like, you know, four years older than them that are like passing the ball in between all of them, like nothing. That sounds like a messed up league. Who who, who plays kids more older than them? That sounds like the Mighty Ducks league. What I'm saying though is that that's how it looks. It looks like we get the ball. And we just look at those little kids just kicking the ball forward. Don't want to pat like they're just doing whatever and trying to score just by sheer luck and will. And then you got the opposing teams that are always just destroying us because it's like I feel like our forwards don't know how to play defense well. <laughs> like I feel like they just like you know Clayton Keller, uh, you know uh, Schmaltz. Um, Devo plays well. I mean, there's some of them that do, but I feel like a lot of the core players don't play defense in a row. Uh, Castle is not the strongest on defense, and he's pretty—he's not really strong on offense either right now. But you know, I mean, he's well, making goals, I guess. Clayton <laughs> so. Keller, I found—I've always found him to have the skills, but he's too much of a pretty boy to get his face dirty in a fight. He got—he got rocked today. He got his helmet blown yeah. clean off of his head, and he didn't do shit. Yeah, feel like it, all right. I'm just gonna walk my happy ass back to the bench, and hopefully somebody else could step up for me. Problem is, Coyotes have no one to step up. I mean, you do, but I, I mean, the, he's, what, five, you, he's five foot ten. The, the biggest threat is a five foot five guy. <laughs> yeah, 160 Carter pounds, Marley. soaking wet with his equipment on. <laughs> Basically, I'm like, but you know, it's just one of those things. They're they're playing really lazy hockey. They're, they're I feel like they're just not motivated to play. I, I honestly. They they just look defeated before we even get onto the onto the ice, and then when we do get like a goal like we got this last game in the beginning, I feel like it's like a like a sucker punch or like a surprise attack. It's like, oh, you came out of nowhere with like something that they weren't expecting, and then they figure this out again, and then bam, the rest of the game was like complete shut down. We can't do anything. We can't move the puck. Don't talk about power plays because we don't we don't do anything on those. So it's just it's it's terrible, man. It's 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 something that I hate seeing. I hate talking about the Coyotes like this because obviously I love the Coyotes, but you know they keep playing this way. They're just they're asking for not. Yeah, know. no, I, I totally. And you know what's crazy about it too is like I think they had two games where they went ahead and won, and then I think now with this loss today, uh, Sunday. What is it, uh, Sunday the 14th with them losing today? That makes it three games in a row. In a row. What do they need to do to get back on track? Or at least, I'm, I mean, salvage. What, I mean, do you start, <laughs> like, what do you do? I mean, like, what? Uh, what is there really to do? I mean, like, Heads we can roll. Uh, we can get rid of this coach. We can get rid of the coach. But like I said, I don't know if they're going to let him go. I mean, it's showing them more and more. I, like I said, I feel like, like, 
Alex Morello should have let him go or should let him go in the top of the season. I mean, I feel like we shouldn't be opposed to that by any means. Yeah, and uh, you got to see yeah. some of these losses, man. I mean, there you guys aren't really in any of these games. I believe besides four overtime games this season, mm-hmm. you know, um, I mean, other than that, man, it, uh, a lot of these games are, aren't even close. I'm looking at the schedule. It looks like for March, uh, wild, 5-1. Five, mm-hmm. uh, what, what is it? Uh, Coyotes, nothing. Wild, 4 Wild again, 4-1. It's just like, bro, they're getting blown out. They're not even in these games. And in the beginning, it was that, like, oh, they were fighting and something happened where they got two two fast goals or something. Like, no, now it's exactly how it looks like. That, that's yeah. just how it is. Like, before, like, oh, it's not how it yeah, looks remember, like. Yeah, like, remember, it's, it's like on paper, that's what it looks like. But if you watch the game. It would have been different. Like, yeah, no, exactly. now with these games, it's exactly they're just getting, what it, it looks it's like. It's exactly what yeah. it looks like on paper. And so it's just like, what's My final question on? here on hockey, Lucio, are you ready to join the Danny side of things and let Rick's head roll? Oh, man. I'm still against it. It's hard because, I mean, you, uh, on one side, I do want to, like, get rid of him because I do feel like we need someone that's going to be more productive. But at the same time, it's kind of, like, it's kind of hard to let go of, you know, not really. It's not really hard. I think it's just more that you don't want to do that to the guys and change it up. But I feel like we actually need a change up. I feel like that wouldn't be the worst idea. So you think you think doing it right now, like uh, tomorrow, letting him go, you think that would be that that would be the the move? <laughs> Meet him at the airport when they come back. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you're no it longer needed at the facility. <laughs> hey, Alex Morello's done hey, with his on. bags already. Like. Everybody who's on the Coyotes. Step take forward. one step forward. Take one step forward. Hold on, Taco. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Is, would be a move. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you that it's the right move. I just tell you that it would be a move. I wouldn't be opposed to it. All right, I so think that, that, we, that was my next one. Would you be mad if you woke up tomorrow and saw that headline? Coyotes part ways with Rick no. Uh I wouldn't be mad. Right, I'm going to write that headline it, right now. Nah. I'm going to write it. Hey, Rick Taka out, confirmed. (laughs) Man, you guys are good. Who's your sources? (laughs) Well, he lives in Colorado, so. Uh, (laughs) Lost that guy. Uh, Kenny, can't wait to have you back, man. Uh, Uh, I honestly think it's just, yeah. If if we let him go, then we let him go. Fuck it. Yeah, shit. Well, there it is. All right. That's what we got for hockey. And let's hope. I mean, they got one more game against the Wild and then a couple of uh, good divisional uh, matches against the Ducks. And I want to say that I'm hopeful. But I've, at, at, at this point, I, I, if we if we rescue either a win or an overtime loss, you know, get a point here or there, I, other than that, I don't see them really doing anything the way they've been playing. I'm usually an optimist, but they have not shown me anything else. So I don't think that they're going to be able to do anything. Uh, but you know what? Let's move on to happier topics because the football world is really being shaken up. Just so uh, I think we're three days out of free agency starting and uh, some teams are starting to take shape. Signings are starting to head. Jeremy, what you got for us? No, no, this isn't this isn't my area. This is why we brought this man on here. There's a big move that happened. I believe it was today. And we're going to go ahead and let him get into it. Max, go ahead. <clears throat> oh, wow. Thank you. Uh, well, yeah, uh, uh, my beloved Packers re-signed Aaron Jones. Um, the deal is worth $48 million for four years, and uh, I could not be happier. 
uh, as a as an owner. I think that's a uh, a great move. Did they um, did they uh, call you and uh, did you guys like at the board meeting? You uh, Matt Lafleur confirmed it with me. Okay. <laughs> um, Brian Gutekunst he gave me a call as well. Say I don't even know who that is. Yeah, uh, you well, got to be in the inner circle for nah, that. <laughs> you got to know people. <laughs> well, well, that's that's the uh, general manager. Oh, okay, right. okay. Uh, that's an interesting name. We're uh, uh, it is. Yeah, we call him Goody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we? That's in like we we call him Goody. Around, we, around uh, the Friday happy hours. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, you know, we're at the stadium in, in meetings. Uh, hey, oh, Goody. Hey. Oh, no, I'm kidding. He's probably an asshole. I don't know. <laughs> but All you know right. what, though? It's a good move for the uh, Packers. I, yeah. when you broke the news today, I knew, um, I personally, in my heart, knew that the Packers weren't going to let him go. Were you, like, a little worried about it? Or what, what did you think? I was very worried, um, especially when uh, when they um, decided not to franchise tag him because I, you know, uh, the Packers are not known for. Um, well, to, I, I thought they were going to let him walk and he'd, he'd get more money elsewhere because they were not going to offer him. You know, they were not going to be able to offer him that yeah, top what, dollar. You know, yeah, what he deserves. So um, I, I was very worried about it. Um, but then uh, I don't know with all these restructurings. I've never heard of so many restructurings in like one season with all these. You know, big, well, it's, beca- I, I, I it's think because it all has cap. to do with it the all cap. has to do with it the all, co- it all has right. to do with COVID about how much money was not made last year. So they're kind of you know the the cap is gonna. I think I don't quote me on this, please, but I think it's like. 81 mil less than it was last year or something like that. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But the number is like significantly low. And that's why all these teams are restructuring deals, which leads me into one of my next point. Uh, Tom Brady actually went ahead and signed an extension. Tom fucking Brady. <laughs> almost guaranteeing. Tom Brady. Sit the fuck down. <laughs> almost guaranteeing that he will be playing to the age of 45 years old, saving the team. Nineteen million dollars in salary cap. That's if he wins an, an eighth Super Bowl, he should be officially named an eighth wonder of the world. I think it shouldn't be called. <laughs> the, I think it, I don't think it should be called the Lombardi Trophy after that. Oh yeah. shit! I was that's, about to say that. That's a reasonable. Uh, that's that's reasonable. I know. That's, I know that hits close to home to you. That, but that, that hits I, very I think, close to home. I know. But, but I but think that's fair. As as historic as it is yeah it's extremely yeah. it's it's incredibly fair uh-huh so uh, i i would vote against it but <laughs> it's it's more than it's, hey. it's it would be like you know the so NBA would i re- buddy yeah. so would yeah. i yeah. but i would understand why they would do it totally yeah. understand yeah, exactly. why they would do it well exactly. i mean let's go ahead and say tom brady was smart enough he went ahead and helped the team save them 19 million dollars in cap space they're gonna need that cap space after we talked about the wide receiver free agencies last week, I did guy I I did tell you I don't consider Chris Godwin a free agent, so that's why we skipped over him. Yep. And I was right; he was franchise tagged. He's very happy with the franchise tag. That means he's making like top three. I forget what it is like top five of that position. You make the average salary of that, so he's making big money. He's making As really he should, good money. He's, yeah. yeah, no, he's 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 good. So yeah, they'll go ahead and probably sign him to something during the season. And, uh, yeah, no, the uh, Super Bowl champs, they went ahead and played the team. You guys have uh, ever heard of the Chiefs? You guys know Chiefs? Can I say Chiefs? They've been around. Uh, <laughs> Can I say Chiefs? Yeah. yeah. They exist. They exist. They, uh, uh, maybe. Yeah, see, everybody every may or may not. I, you know, there's this one guy, Patrick Mahomes. There's, there's Red shirts. Red, white numbers. 
White number. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah, so they I've went never ahead seen and released two tackles. They went ahead and got rid of uh, Michael Schwartz and Eric Fisher. And Patrick Mahomes wants to make sure that he can they can get fill those positions and fill better positions. He Big restructured losses. his contract as well, saving the team $17 million in cap space. So, I mean – those are big moves. Those are, in my opinion, leader moves. And what I'm do you hoping guys think? Aaron Rod- I agree. I'm hoping Aaron Rodgers is going to follow suit because that would help the Packers out extremely well. All right. Well, I that I mean, that brings up one of the one of the points that I want to bring up with this because we see Tom Brady doing it at the right time because God knows Tom Brady does not need he doesn't need the money both because of what he's won throughout his career and who his spouse is. I was just about to so, say fun fact: <laughs> his wife is. Actually, uh, her net worth is worth more than more that. Like, yeah. yeah, he's usually like blows him out of the water. <laughs> is that a fun fact or or is that a depressing fact? I fun think, fact. I mean, I think it's, it's fun fact. Not 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 depressing. Depressing for me because I'm a loser. You know. And hey, you're Giselle is <laughs> out there. You're a sports degenerate. It's okay. <laughs> but okay, but uh, so so something like that could be expected from Tom Brady. Something could be expected from Aaron Rodgers because at this point in their careers, they need at, uh, the most protection they can, and then to get the most out of their careers in terms of championship opportunities. Patrick Mahomes is is closer to the beginning of his career than he is to the end. So at this point, giving up money right now, like this is when you kind of got to get a little bit of that selfish thought is that if I go down tomorrow, because the next five years are not guaranteed for me. Right. Yeah, but if, uh, if, 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 if for whatever reason my career ends tomorrow, am I set? It like is is it done? Well, he's or, got or, State Farm. Or should, or should I or should I get as much as I can while I can, and then later on thinking about my legacy and you know helping out my teammates to form better team, you know things like that. I like how you said that. I believe that contract that he signed, the ten year contract. I believe like a hundred and something million is fully guaranteed. Like without like if he he, sir sir sir. So he doesn't fully have to worry about sir. that. Okay, fully guaranteed. He can get shot tomorrow, God forbid, and whoa, and bro, he would be fine. You know what I'm saying? Like there was, he's yeah, he fine. He, I mean, I think it. I don't think money is an issue for him. I think he wants to keep the team competitive and okay. winning. Lucio, what do you think about that? Well, I think he does want to keep the, the team competitive because I mean he he has he's going to need to have some weapons. I mean, like he's just not. If he doesn't restructure his contract, he's not going to, you know, he's not going to get a lot of players coming back in the future, which sucks to say, but I mean, he might, if he does it correctly. I mean, a lot of teams are doing it. Look at everybody else doing it. I mean, Tom Brady's probably going to follow suit. Aaron Rodgers might as well. I mean, Christian McCaffrey uh, took a big one as well. You know, he restructured so that he can get people coming back and be able to get some people because God knows we fucking suck this year. So, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like uh, I, I think I think he will as well. I mean, I, I have no doubts that he, he's going to do something. So yeah, no, I, honestly, I think that was a great leader move at such a young age to make sure that not only they stay competitive, but they stay relevant for the next couple of years. You know, like he wants to make sure that they don't have a dry season, and if that means that you know he because re- mind you, he's not, and that's one thing that uh, Danny, I, I wanted to confirm with you, he's not losing money. He's making the money. He's just mm-hmm. making it a different year. Okay, yeah, no, 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 and and that's that's completely valid. But I'm talking about because I, I didn't know how much of it was guaranteed. 
So if like uh, if they, if they research for you to get it in your last year of your contract and not for whatever reason you don't make it to your last, you're still not getting that money. Yeah, you know that that. So I didn't know how much of that was guaranteed. And that's too, that's true, that's understandable because it is true. God forbid if he does go down or whatever, he is gonna lose a lot. Yeah. So but I mean, but mind you, that's five hundred mil over a ten year career. That's a big. You know that's that's a lot. And uh, that that brings me all of the stuff going into third, fourth, fifth years of contracts. And I've heard this saying so much over the radio this past week. I mean, it could be a drinking game. Every time they say, the, you know, kicking the can yeah. down the road. Because, you know, that's, let that be a problem for next year's GM. Because <laughs> uh, uh, eventually those those accounts are going to have to get yeah. settled. Oh, yeah. Let's be honest about so, it. Eventually those numbers are going to have to – they're going to have to pay the piper, right? Yes. And, uh, well, if we learn anything from COVID, I mean, they should, you know. Be careful. Exactly. They should be careful. Yeah, you know, so it's it's wild to see because, uh, I mean, even people who don't deserve that type of money are are getting that just to clear cap space. Which brings me to my next point. Um, extremely weird. Taysom Hill. (laughs) (laughs) Taysom Hill went ahead and signed a four-year, a hundred and forty million dollar extension. To save the Saints seven and a half million dollars in cap space. Hey, that is the highest paid tight end in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that's the highest paid uh, uh, pocket knife because you know how they call it like a Swiss Army knife. knife. That's Swiss what Army it is. Knife. See, I, I'm glad everybody knew where I was going with that. Everybody knew where I was going with that. That is that is the most expensive Swiss Army knife I've ever seen. It's not even gold. <laughs> hey, hey, but his uniform is gold. Ah, I caught myself. I was hoping nobody picked up on that. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I mean, Lucio, they're in your division. They're your rivals. They're your enemies. Uh, so what do you think about that move? Uh, I mean, he's a good player. He, he was kind of, you know, he just kind of came out of nowhere. He's, um, he's $140 million, four years good. No, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, is that a trick question? I feel like I should know, but it, it seems too easy. <laughs> he's like, I don't know. Should I take this low hanging fruit? I'm just wondering. Oh no, for sure. That's I'm, I'm just like it's a ridiculous yeah. contract. Are you are you like you're happy about for it, right? Anybody. To have him have that money, but at the same time, it's weird because they were able to clear some cap space, and who knows what they're gonna do with that cap money? You know, I mean, it is seven and a half million. That's they're enough gonna, to get something. Gonna sign a seven million dollar quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's just it's it's weird to have that happen. I um, didn't see that coming, but unfortunately, with the news, um, well, unfortunately for me, because I've had great memories with this man. I've watched him play since he was a San Diego Charger. I watched him trade him for Philip Rivers, and uh, I watched him go to New Orleans and win a Super Bowl. And unfortunately, he couldn't do it again. He went ahead and hung it up. Drew Brees officially announces his retirement today. Thank and, God. Um, yeah, no, I, as for you, I know you're happy because, hey, yes, I'm not going to lie. When Tony Romo retired, I was so sad. I was so sad. Man. It, it, it hurt me. So I was just like, no, now we got to really compete. You know, it was just like, oh, it sucked. But, um, Zach says, hold my beer. <laughs> so, yeah, that's – um. That sucks. Um, I'll miss Drew Brees. He was, he was a great quarterback. Uh, sure-fired Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Is he leading right now the NFL? He's got the record for most uh, passing yards, right? Bro, he has yeah, – I, I think he has five. He's got 5,000-yard seasons. Yeah. Everybody else has, I think, one. 
Yeah, he did it five times. Something like, yeah. It, Not bad for a guy who only throws slants, right? Yep. I'm just like saying. He's got no arm and shit. No arm, but yet he has the fucking most passing yards. And I don't know. It's it's weird to me. Um, One thing that we uh, didn't really touch on when we were talking about ridiculous-ass contracts that uh, I wanted to get a lot of gauge a lot of people about that we all didn't talk about was uh, Dak Prescott mm. went ahead and signed a uh, extension. Yeah. Um, Very weird considering um, – how much money was involved and how he hasn't played in a while. Um, let me go ahead and get your reactions, and then I'll go ahead and uh, I'll go ahead and uh, talk about the money. All right, I'll go ahead talk and go first. Money, money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and go first on this. Uh, when I saw this, it's like you know what, Dak needs to get his agent a brand new car, <laughs> you know, brand new suit, you know, put his freaking portrait. On his wall, on his mantle, because his agent struck when the iron was hot. All right, and I do have the numbers in front of me. It's looking like, oh my God, this, whew, Jerry Jones got robbed, in my opinion, but I'm very happy for him. Uh, looks he like the deal it. is going to be $164 million. Jesus Ladies and gentlemen, $126 million in guaranteed oh. money. Guaranteed. Uh, nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can say. You have to pay the man. Help. Oh my god, that is ridiculous I, money. One, I wonder if that just hits like in one. Like he signs the contract and it's like your account has one hundred twenty-six million dollars. Like, <laughs> might, might as well, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, th those are the numbers. Go ahead. I wanted to go ahead to help you. With All right. Your so, so 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 that for that right there. No, his agent struck when it was hot because not only. Did he have a fantastic start of the season before he sadly went down with an injury? He was rolling. He was the reason the Cowboys were relevant because, God, hell, their defense could not be helped at all. They were giving up, what, 40, 45, 50 points? It was something ridiculous like that. And uh, and Dak kept them in games. He was throwing up four, four touchdown games, you know, 400 yards, 500 yards. And when he finally went down, there, his replacement, quote-unquote, just did not deliver, and uh, ah, what's this oh. kid's name? It's Andy. Andy, Andy Dalton. Oh, he, yeah. he did get them he, to he, the Super. Uh, well, I was gonna say to the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, no. But com compared to Keep what dreaming, Dak, guys, <laughs> Dalton kept him competitive. Though. Com he did. Compared he did. to no, no, no. Compared to what Dak was doing, competitive was not enough. So the Cowboys saw how much Dak added to their roster by being on the field. They saw what they lost. When uh, Andy Dalton came in and and missing a deep playoff run with the roster that they had, that was definitely need of that number one quarterback. So it was all like, hey, this is what I gave you. He's going to come back. He's going to be stronger than ever. And it was it was just a perfect storm for the worst contract in the NFL hitch because he's great. Don't get me wrong. He's great. But. Motherfucker, he is not a hundred twenty-six million dollar guaranteed money quarterback. <laughs> that so was that that perfect story. That Jerry Jones hey, is the perfect. That was the greatest buildup I've ever <laughs> heard in my life, Danny. That was amazing. I did not see that coming at all, bro. And one hundred percent agree, man. One hundred percent agree, Max. What you got? Yeah, um, I don't know. I. I, I you know, I, I, I definitely uh, agree with Danny. I think that he is a very talented young man. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, this money is unprecedented. It's hard. It's hard to to judge it because even you know the 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 players on the practice squad are making more money than I'm ever going to make in my life. So that's that's what's hard to reconcile here. You know, yeah. but but what but what Dak is going to realize soon is that you know yeah you got all this money in your account now, but you got all these expectations now too. They are expecting you to not only make the playoffs, but I mean, the whole goal of every every uh, um, every franchise is to, yeah, win a Super is to win a Super Bowl, and you know, even even the the Cleveland Browns, although they're doing pretty well, but you know, but They'll probably get one before decade. <laughs> they might get one. They might get one before the decade ends. But um, yeah, I, I I don't I don't know if he. I, I see him playing in the Super Bowl. Um, I, I don't think they're going to get there. I don't think the Cowboys are going to get With what team? I, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't see him getting to the Super Bowl with the Cowboys. I see him as a super caliber quarterback. He's definitely got the skills to, uh, to lead a playoff uh, uh, hunt. But, but Dak's going to get all this expectation now, um, and it'll be interesting to see how he handles that. Um, and that's, right. that's my take on that. All right. Before, and before Lucio goes... Just to just to uh, add on to that, if I'm Dak Prescott and I got all these expectations of all these people, but I see what I'm coming, like what's coming to me, and what I don't give a fuck. You don't call me a loser. Go ahead, call me a hazard. <laughs> call me whatever you want. I'll dry my tears with 126 million individual oh, bills. I wipe my ass with hundred dollar bills, mother. All right, go ahead, Lucio. Honestly. Um, after, like he was doing great, like he was doing great when uh, before he busted his leg, uh, which was terrible. I, I was watching that game when it happened. Um, it was pretty bad. Um, honestly, though, to Jerry Jones gave in. Like he shouldn't have never gave him that much money, guaranteed. Does he deserve money? Yes. Does he deserve that much money? No. I mean, way too much. Guaranteed. That's that's why I have the issue. I hate like this guaranteed money. It's like you know, like why don't you do what Bill Belichick did to uh, you know Cam Newton? And we have to bring that up right now before I leave too. Um, Bill Belichick gave you know had him earn it. He didn't earn it, and they talked about his contract. They they, they redid his contract. He signed for whatever he signed for. I still haven't figured out all the details on that yet. But I he he. He didn't earn all the money he was supposed to get, and which made him want to do do more. I think that Dak, sure, he should have received some money because he did fantastic like he, last year before he broke his leg. Um, I think he should have got some money guaranteed, not literally four-fifths of his paycheck should not have been guaranteed. Because literally that's what it is. Four-fifths of his paycheck is guaranteed. He literally can, you know you know, play like shit for four years and then just have the last year to try to kind of like show what he's got if he's going to end up getting another contract that's going to be as lucrative as that one. I think this is going to be the last, like this is going to be his last big contract and I think he was trying to milk it and I think he got what he wanted. I think he, he played the pity card too to Jerry Jones. Like, hey, look, I broke my leg for you. I did all this and blah, blah, blah. And I think Jerry Jones, you know, gave in and, and gave, gave him way too much in my opinion. Huh? No, I think he definitely. Oh, was it four years? No, it was four years, but I think he. Okay. I think uh, definitely what uh, what you're saying is true that he had he had to earn it, but I, it's just a little snippet because we do have the numbers for the Cam uh, Cam uh, Newton. 
contract, and I believe he's making like a hundred times more. Now Dak is making literally a hundred times more than well, Cam with guaranteed yeah. money, with a with a one point two compared to one hundred twenty six. Well, Cam Newton's uh yeah. yeah, Cam Newton was signed to a uh, a one year deal. He's going back to the Patriots, which uh, I think uh, perplexed a lot of people the way he played. But you know what though, I think Cam Newton is a hard worker. I think they know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Cam Newton is going to come back. I still believe in the Cam Newton uh, comeback. Uh, like the Bill Belichick. Okay, I'll when you read. say comeback, what do you mean? Uh, better than what the hell he put up last year. No, I mean that's a, that's low hanging fruit right there. Like th- th- that's why I said, what do you mean? Do you see him as a comeback? Like as in he's going to go back to the Super Bowl? Is that what you he mean can. by comeback? I think the Patriots can make the playoffs this year, mm. for sure. With uh, with with every player they have coming they back, coming back, mm-hmm. and and uh, yeah. Cam Newton, I think uh, if Cam Newton gets it together, I think Cam Newton will be comeback player of the year with the playoff spot. You know, well, you I'm, I'm not going to argue. With are you that. calling that right now? Are you predicting that? Lock it in. Confirm. Oh, lock it in. Oof. Wow. And, and, okay. And, and like, I honestly, I, I don't disagree with a lot of what Jeremy's saying in the sense that. You know, with the players coming back from New England that are going to be doing that, I think, and, and I do 100% agree that um, Cam Newton's a hard worker. I follow Cam Newton. Cam Newton's one of my favorite players. And I follow his Instagram. I follow his YouTube channel. This guy is working him on fashion every week? day. Uh, no, I don't <laughs> he, follow him got, on fashion he's got, some, <laughs> he's got some cool looking shit. I've heard. I'm not going to lie. That's the, that's the best one you need to follow him. <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to be honest, I've always told people like I, I respect him for his game, not for what he wears. There's some what there's Thank some God. that I'm <laughs> <laughs> there's some choices he makes and I'm just kinda like, damn, did you really do that? And there's other choices that I was like, All right, whatever, that's cool. But I literally am glad I don't like him for his clothes because I would hate him. And a lot of the things, lot of the things he wears, man, I talk so much shit to one of my coworkers about it because he wears stupid shit like that too. And I was like, bro, who does not wear socks with their loafers or their dress shoes? Hey, man. Like, what are you, like fucking fashion. 10? Look it up. Well, I guess I don't know it. I, I guess, guess me I haven't either, bro. So, <laughs> but no, I do I do agree with uh, that they will go far. I, I'm, I'm to the point where they'll, if they come back with the, with the players that are coming back to New England and with him having a lot to prove in the sense that he has more to prove to himself, I think that he really... Um, he's really going to show up people that he's someone to be reckoned with. And I do believe that the the Patriots can make the playoffs. All right. So then my, my, uh, and well, first of all, yes, I, I, I'll agree with that. I won't argue with it because I've always conceded, especially to your point, Jeremy, that what Cam Newton did, he did without the starting, starting roster. Pretty much. There was so many players missing. So we don't know what Cam Newton can do. So I will agree mm-hmm. with you that, uh, the Patriots can make the playoffs, and he can, uh, pretty much because that division is. Eh. And, uh, no, that division is not. Uh, hold on, wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That division that, is not. Buffalo uh, is not. Are, are joke they going, anymore. And Miami? Uh, are they going to? The are they going to continue with what they did last year? Who Buffalo? If they keep the playing division? the way they are, I think Buffalo, Buffalo, Miami, will. and uh, I, th- I think Miami will too. You know what? I think Miami takes a step back. I think that's yeah. what I'm I saying. Miami that. takes a step well, back. We agree I, that Buffalo is still. Oh, uh, bu- Buffalo! Buffalo is the is the Buffalo number one. That, good that, for like that's five, ten years. Where the Patriots have to prove themselves. It's All Buffalo. Right. Yeah. That's, gonna, so, that's okay. Buffalo. 
There's definitely going to be a The Jets are the Jets. Yeah, we know they are the Jets. The Jets are the Jets. They're around. Yeah, they say. The Jets are the team playing football in the National Football League. They are a team currently. You know, if you talk about professional, you know what? XFL players are also professional players. They're not professional players. They're not technically. Aren't they paid? They paid. Does their league exist? Yes. Yeah. No, the XFL's gone. Oh, they can't. But no, it's, they it's it the XFL still. They, going no, on. they didn't bring it back. They bought it though. They didn't bring it As back though. They still, didn't bring it back. Still, like they're, they're currently not playing. If that's what you're saying, but though they're going back. And, you know, the Rock is at the helm. Like whoa, yeah, I know. come on. And, hey, and, one, and one thing that's crazy about that is what I saw is that I think the XFL you, won't be ready until 2022. <laughs> Dude, I feel you, bad Daniel. for like the guys who's like getting old. He's Hold like, on. dude, <laughs> Hold on. come on. No, 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 no. I have to say this what? because what? for Women Appreciation Week that was a couple days ago, Appreciation Day that was a couple days ago, how dare you not say Daniela Garcia as partial owner, first female owner of a major organization the way it is. How dare you, Daniel? I didn't say that How she was. I, I just said the Rock was at the helm. You, well, no, no, well, you, you didn't mention her though. I, I, exactly. Was she not at the helm? Exactly. I also, not important. I also is, didn't is mention the the Falcons owner that is, <laughs> she, her over there. It doesn't mean she's not important, but it's like she's not relevant right now. Oh, or the other two. Wow. Wait until it gets off yeah. the ground. Wow. Just keep digging. Just keep yeah. digging, bro. Just, Go ahead. Hold on here. You want to? Hey, 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 use my shovel. My shovel. <laughs> yeah, use my shovel. Use Hey, we have two shovels. For you, which one do you want? Which one do you want? You You know, you're gonna be digging up holes, digging digging up holes. And you know what, Lucio? That was awesome. What was her name again? Daniela Garcia. Ah, It's either Daniela or Diana. I'm pretty sure it's Daniela, though. And she's Latina. I hope you got it wrong. I hope she is. She's uh, Latina, I think half Latina and half black. Beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful. We love it. she's She's also a bodybuilder, too. So. Hey, so here's my. <laughs> I'm just gonna randomly throw out my number on there. You want to use it? It's whatever. It's, it's cool. But uh, no, you know I just uh, you know basically what? what I was building up to. Like uh, we we went off on a tangent there. It was just uh, a we? simple question. We yeah we because we went off on everything. You you messed up. All right, my, but you were leading to my only the only thing that I was it was a pretty simple question too. Is that if you had your choice of quarterback for your team, Dak Prescott or Cam Newton? And I'll let each of you decide and let me know what you guys think. I can't answer that. Yes, you can. You have to. Can't answer that. You have to do I it. Can't answer. That. Why can't you answer that? Because Dak Prescott is a cowboy. It, it's still it, okay. You know what I mean? It's just That's, talent alone. I'm biased, then. I'm just gonna fucking be fucking Cam Newton, just to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> just to be a dick and mess up your segment. Well, that's fair Cam because Newton. because I was gonna say Dak Prescott. So there we got. You know, it's not fair. We got. And I'm we biased. Need, we need. Yeah. yeah you know, that, that's fine. Now, hey, we I wouldn't ta- expect we- any more from you. <laughs> <laughs> What do you got? What's your answer? No, I'm waiting for you guys. I gave you my answer. Because there, there's two biases here. That's Lucio. why I wanted to get. That's why I wanted to get that. Lucio. Lucio. Oh, Lucio. Lucio. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, this thing to sound crazy. But obviously me saying that makes it sound crazy. I think Dak Prescott's going to have a good, good ah! couple of years. So Dak Prescott to the Panthers. Hey. There you go. Confirmed. Oh. <laughs> Confirmed. No, but give, give no. me a reasoning, Lucy. Give me a reasoning. To why Dak, if Dak would go to the, to the 
to the Panthers? No, 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 not it, it's between Dak and uh, and, and oh. Dak and uh, Cam. Well, the the reason why is because Cam. So like Dak Prescott, I think can step back into the role if he feels correctly. Uh, he's had a lot of time to to be you know out and stuff like that. Those type of you know injuries they they repair pretty quickly. I mean, like it yeah. took me two months to repair my my. My leg when it broke. Real quick, I, I would like to jump in. I would like to jump in and support your point. If you do get injured, you definitely want to get injured in the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so he, and he got injured week five. So, yeah. He yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Fifth weekend. So, he had a lot of time. I think the only thing that I'm most worried about Dak Prescott, I mean, obviously with this deal, sure, it, it's a big deal. But we all know that Dak Prescott suffers from um, like uh, depression and that kind of that kind of thing. I think he had mentioned and talked about how he has like an issue like that. That's what my biggest concern would be that if he doesn't start doing well right away, he's going to get into his own head and is going to create demons in his own head in the sense of like not playing properly. Because obviously, he means as much as he did get a big contract, I don't think he's not going to try to play. Obviously, you know, like who wouldn't no, try yeah, to play? Yeah, I mean, that, that was all. Joking aside, he, professionals he, are professionals. Exactly. But getting in and your he, head is a big. I mean, that that could it, have a huge it's a effect. Big problem. Yeah. And so, but if if he can stay clear out of his head, I think that Prescott will definitely have a more successful year. Um, in the sense that they'll probably win more if he's if he stays healthy and he doesn't like you know. And by staying healthy, no, I mean, they like, won't. If, no, they if won't. Was, no, they won't. <laughs> You never know. CD Lamb needs a needs a quarterback to be throwing in that ball. Like you know, I'm just saying. I'm CD not. Lamb's I'm not a Cowboys fan. You're saying a lot right now, sir. <laughs> I, I'm not a Cowboys fan by any means. I, I would never want the Cowboys to ever win a Super Bowl ever again in my life. All right, but <laughs> but, but your choice is Dak, right? Uh, I think he will have a better year, but you know, I, I haven't been too far off with a lot of my predictions on our team. So, all right. But who would you rather have as your? So you'd rather yeah, have Dak? Rather that, yeah. So honestly, oh, as my quarterback. Yeah, that no, was no, no, that no. was the question. Now, now who's gonna Dak, have a better year? Dak or Cam? Dak or Cam? Dak, who would you oh, rather have? Cam all day. All day. Cam all day. Uh, Car- Carolina was already Carolina was built for Cam Newton the way that they they played before. You know, we fucked everything up. It was literally like when Ron Rivera was there, they built everything around Cam. Cam was there for 10 years. The whole playbook was based around Cam being able to leave whenever he wanted from the pocket. I mean, like, there was no question about it that that was this whole game was tailored, that whole team was tailored to him. And then Christian McCaffrey came to literally take some of that weight off his back. I mean, like, we couldn't ask for a better, a better position to be in to have, you know, Cam Newton at the helm was, you know, McCaffrey in the back, so oh, he didn't man. always have to run everything. And you, and you know what would be and, awesome, bro? That option play exactly, would be, oh my exactly. God, bro. Option with, and, with and Christian who, McCaffrey and, and Cam I Newton together. I told my girlfriend this, bro, because my girlfriend is a, a hard Patriots fan. Patriots fan, yeah, I, told her, yeah, I thought she was yeah. a Patriots fan. I told her, it was like, the one thing you have to look forward to Cam Newton is he is one of the best option runners, period. That guy knows how to read the play better than most, and on top of that, when he takes the ball, man, he's a he's a he's a fucking bulldozer. That who like that guy looks like a linebacker with speed. That's gonna knock your knock your ass off. Well, like, he's huge. He, yeah, no, he's no, huge. And, and that's something I was actually thinking about. Honestly, just randomly, I think it was like two days ago. I was just like laying there. I was thinking about. It. I was like, bro, I remember Cam Newton at Clemson. Mm-hmm. 
dude, yeah. what a monster, bro. You know, like this, Auburn. like just imagine trying to tackle Auburn. that guy. Auburn, Auburn. 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 Sorry, what I said, Clemson. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Auburn. I apologize. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, no bro. That bulldozer of a man, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. dude, he was so big. What is he, like, 6'5"? Six, 6'5", five? Six, five, 260. Yeah, 260, bro, and he can run. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's lost some speed, but he's still strong. Like, he's still Well, he mind still you, this season, over. he still showed that he still has, has yeah. uh, the feet because I think he went more – he had he obviously had more rushing touchdowns than he did throwing, and I think it, mm-hmm. the number was way by far. Yeah, he made more touchdowns. Yeah. He made more running rushing touchdowns than he did passing touchdowns. I I, I kind of disagree with you. I think Cam is going to have the better season. Mm-hmm. And, I hope uh, so. I really do. Yeah, I think Cam <laughs> is going to have the better season, and um, yeah, no, I I I think he's gonna he's gonna prove a lot of people wrong. Well. Yes, that's what I got. Hopefully. That's what I got. So now, what I was gonna say earlier is, um, this is what I, this is how I feel about it. And like, all biasness aside, I do like Dak Prescott. I, I do like him. He's he's a pretty decent quarterback. Very disappointed that um he outlasted Wentz. That 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 took me by surprise because I watched Wentz and like I just remember this one moment from Wentz. It was in preseason, and they were checking him out. Right, he was number two pick. He got a bad snap, very bad snap. The ball, you know, like basically just like hit him in the face, and then the ball hit the ground. He didn't freak out. He didn't do nothing. He broke calm, cool, and collective. He picked up the ball, scanned the field, and then threw a twelve-yard pass. And I just remember thinking in my head, "That's the guy." Carson. That's the guy, Carson and Wentz. This is Carson Wentz. This is Carson Wentz, and like, I you know after the injury, he obviously everybody can tell this. He's just not the same guy. He hasn't been the same guy. I mean, let alone I believe he had twenty turnovers by himself this season. Like him personally, yeah. fumbles and interceptions, and that's that's just that's not good. So I like Dak Prescott in in, in the fact of um he's been consistent. He's been very consistent with the Cowboys. He, I mean, he knows how to throw. He has some speed. He can go ahead and scramble around. I just, um, I think his accuracy comes into question a lot. And um, also his uh, composure. There's a lot of times that I feel like he doesn't show up in the big game. Yeah. And when it comes to, when it comes to the, those two quarterbacks, I just believe that I would rather have Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton is a more reliable quarterback, and I personally think this year was just a fluke. I just, right. I just think it was a fluke. I think maybe he needs one more. I just don't think he was maybe fully healed. And Honestly, I, I only said Dak Prescott because I wanted to have that tiebreaker. <laughs> if I'm going to be perfectly he honest. He wasn't expecting me to say. I really wasn't. I mean, but, but I, I watched Cam at, at Auburn, too, and the dude is just a, a, a monster. And, yeah, uh, bottom line, which one would you rather have? I'd, I'd At the end of the day, I'd, I'd rather have Cam. Well, you don't have to worry about this, you fucking Aaron Rodgers haver. You know, whatever. You don't, to, you don't have to worry about these problems, all right, bro? <laughs> So, if I had to choose, if I, if I don't have these thirteen problems. Oh wow! <laughs> that was unnecessary. That was totally unnecessary, man. So, hey, if you guys reference. are down, man, I wanted to go ahead and uh, add a segment. 
with you guys if it's cool. I wanted to go ahead and name off some free agents and tell me, first of all, this is an Arizona show. We live in Arizona. So you're going to have to tell me the Arizona Cardinals would want them. I know Danny's that number. I would love Lucio and Max. Tell me if Arizona would want them, yes or no. And if your personal team would want this person, yes or no. So uh, I'm going to go ahead. How many free agents are there? Uh, just a couple. Why? What's up? That's a lot. <laughs> you talking about what? Yeah. No, like, no, no. We're, we're talking about just the big names out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to name off every single free agent. That's no, just, that's too that, much. That's a lot. We'll go ahead, yeah, we'll go ahead and name off like maybe what, like, man, like five to oh, ten? Five, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, five, ten. We'll see how we're feeling. <laughs> 15, 20. Uh, we'll, we'll go ahead. So uh, the first name I guess I want to throw out there, I just saw this the other day. This is someone that I want on my team, and uh. Danny, you got to go ahead and fix that soundboard, and you have to put a, a lock sound. All right. Because that's what I want. Because I want to lock this in. We do lock, lock it in. We lock I want to lock it in, baby. <laughs> and uh, the, guy here by next week. In, the guy I want to lock in is uh, he was just recently released by the Los Angeles Chargers. I almost said San Diego. Recently released by the Los Angeles Chargers. He's a two-time pro bowler. He's a cornerback. Casey Hayward mm. has been released from the Los Angeles Chargers. I think the Cardinals want him, and I think he would be a good fit here. But he's going to the Eagles, baby. Lock it in. Oh, lock it in. He's going to the Eagles. That's a, you, you know, you did say you built me up, you did everything, and then you slapped me across the face. Ah, well, I was trying to let you know. I know you guys want him, but honestly, I think our person. I really hope. I fucking really hope that my GM isn't stupid enough to let this guy go. I think we're going to pursue got this your guy. guy, man. We're going to pursue this guy. Uh, let me go ahead and turn it over to the guy who's not here. Lucio, what do you think about Casey Hayward? Uh, I don't know, man. Like, he, he played well last year. I mean, I really liked his game. He, would, he, would, he, he, uh, would he fit the, the, uh, the Panthers? Would you want him on the Panthers? Uh, I mean, who wouldn't want this guy? I mean, he, he seems, he's, he's a good player, but I, I wouldn't take him. And what about the we, Cardinals? Um, I don't think the Cardinals need him either right now either. I think they, they've made some big moves. I think last year they had some good moves. I think that they're, they're kind of setting, they have a really strong foundation right now. I mean, to be fair, they're only waiting for one person to say yes right now, if he's going to come back or not. Other than that, I think you know, Arizona has a good, strong team. Uh, they're going to definitely be more of a contender this year than they were last year. Well, right now um, they only have two cornerbacks on their roster. They have Byron Murphy. Well, Patrick Peterson, right? Yeah, Patrick Peterson is going to test free agency, and honestly, I don't see him coming back. Danny, do you see him coming back? I don't think so. I think somebody is desperate enough to pay the top dollar that yeah. Arizona is not him. willing to. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. Max, do you see him coming back to the Cardinals, Patrick Peterson? I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I definitely see him. I, 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 I think he's going to go somewhere else, but I, I definitely do see it's a possibility. Yes or no? Yes. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, with Casey Hayward, you said you wouldn't want him on your team, and you said the uh, you're going to stick with your with your pick that the uh, Cardinals don't need him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Danny, I'm comfortable with that. I think if if there is one position, if I think that if there is one position that I wouldn't be mad at just just breaking the bank because of necessity and nothing else. It is the cornerback. 
I think it can really make or break a team's defense, especially if, if you're going against these speedsters that you see in today's NFL for those long balls, then I I, I have no problem breaking the bank. Yes. Uh, all right. Yes. Uh, Max, Casey Hayward, would the Packers want someone like that on their team? They absolutely would, and, and we definitely need another uh, corner opposite uh, Jair Alexander. And Casey Hayward actually used to play for the Packers. Um, so he would be making a homecoming. All right. And uh, would you see him? Uh, what do you think about the Cardinals? You think the Cardinals need him on this cornerback? Uh, if, I mean, if they lost Patrick Peterson, I think they, they uh, I think he could benefit any team really. That oh, yeah, that's right. You see Patrick Peterson coming back. So without, with, uh, if Patrick Peterson comes back, you think they don't need Casey Hayward? Uh, I, I don't think Casey Hayward would go there because he could get a better opportunity somewhere else. I mean, Patrick Pete, yeah. No, I don't see him going to the Cardinals. All right. Let's go ahead and keep moving, guys. I got um, – I want to go ahead and go – I want to stay with defense, but I'm going to move to the line. I got Jadavian Clowney mm. sitting in free agency. Um, as an Eagles fan, nah, I don't want him, and it's not just because he, uh, you know, almost broke my quarterback's skull. It's – uh. You know, he knocked him out of a playoff game when he was with Seattle on a on a on a dirty hit. That's uh that's not why I don't want him. I just uh I think he's gonna command too much money and I, I just think it's gonna be too much. I don't wanna pay that price. So what it's gonna be did he play again? Uh Damian Clowney plays edge rusher. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. He plays edge rusher. Uh, I don't want him, and I don't see the Cardinals uh going for this pick either, considering the JJ Watt. And uh, Chandler Jones effect. So I don't see them going for this. Uh, Lucio, what you got? Uh, we don't need him. We just got Jeremy Chin in there. Uh, FA, uh, he's still good. Uh, like Brian uh, on the other side. I mean, we're, we're, we're pretty much set. I honestly, like, I don't think we're going to be making a lot of moves on defense, especially because last year we basically did an all defense like thing. Like, we, that's all we did. We just <laughs> we only picked defensive players last year in the draft. Um, so I think free agency this year and the draft this year, we might go a little bit more offensive, top heavy, especially with our offensive line. Hopefully, to be able to protect that stupid ass quarterback that I have, give him more fucking time to throw the fucking football and be more fucking consistent. Guy, and he needs to take off a fucking glove. I'm serious. Like, fucking petty two gloves and shit. I'm tired of that shit. You know, I don't like him already, and then the fact that he wears bro, two bro, gloves. Bro, 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 it was a yes or no. <laughs> you, you went into, left, you went into no. left field with your hatred. <laughs> All right. So, no, so it's, a, it's, a, it's a no, and I hate Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> that's what yeah, it was. All right. That's, uh, that's what a we A no and a no. A no and a no. All right. Um, Max, what you got? Um. Yeah, I think uh, Jadavian Clowney. Jadavian Clowney. I think. Well, we. Uh, I don't think we, we. The Packers don't need him, and the Packers definitely probably uh, couldn't afford him. So that's gonna be a no. All right. And then what about the Cardinals? Uh, Cardinals. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think so. Um. All right. That's a good answer. That right. that is a no. <laughs> that is a no. To be Solid clear. No from Max. All right. Always. A I mean, like. Every time. If you really think about it, right now, like the Cardinals are just super strong. They don't really don't need anybody. 
I mean, right They're now, doing. like, ju- just just to finish up with mine. If <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna say, Danny, what do you what do you think? If any team is set at this position, I think it's the Cardinals. So that's just a no. Uh, that's a that's a no, right? That's a no. <laughs> that's and then no. your favorite I'll, I'll team. Unless you're coming in for free, hey, well, welcome you. But other than that, like, no. <laughs> oh man, I love that. I love that. So last week we already talked about Will Fuller. So we're not going to go ahead and to get one of him, but he's still on the list, just letting you guys know. Right. We also talked about Kenny Galladay. He also was still on the list, just you know, keeping that out there. Um, man, Packers would up. love Kenny Galladay. Hmm. I'm sorry. I have to throw that out there. Kenny, if you're listening, just playing. He's listening. No, he's totally listening. So one day, bro, we stretch far and wide. Come on, man. Don't doubt us. One thing I got, uh, we didn't talk about this guy because I personally told both you guys, I said, we're not going to talk about these two wide receivers because they're both going to stay with their respective teams. I was 50% right about that. One of the receivers, Chris Godwin, we didn't talk about, and I was correct. He did get franchise tagged. He's going to stay with the uh, Buccaneers for another year. Yep. But the other receiver I talked about that I passed over was uh, this funny guy. I, I believe he's for the people, and I, I, I love his, 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 uh, his <laughs> attitude. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. He is actually going to go ahead and test free agency. It doesn't look like he's going to be returning with the uh, Steelers. How do you know that? Do you have a source? Do you have something that tells you? Like, do you have any kind of sign? Google? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Real quick, what do you say? (laughs) I I mean, I I got sources. I got my sources. No, just throw it out because it's hilarious. I'm trying. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, this is very awkward. Thing going on in the studio right now It's super intense Anyway, like I was saying uh, I didn't expect Juju Smith-Schuster to be on the free agent market I thought he was going to go ahead and stay with his team So we went ahead and skipped over him last week When we went through our wide receivers But this week uh, it uh, With more information There was a Twitter page, I believe uh, Was it Twitter or ESPN? I forget something They had put out ESPN had put out a poll, poll On yeah. wide receivers that or players that they thought would be back with their respective teams. One of the uh, one of the polls that they put out was about Juju Smith-Schuster returning to the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, and one of the answers was uh, definitely not. <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster actually <laughs> voted that answer himself. So, I wow. mean, that's some inside information. <laughs> if that's not a source, I honestly don't, I don't know, know what to say. Uh, hey, hey, just like JJ Watts said, source me. me. <laughs> so, I want to go ahead and talk about that. Um, as. <sighs> As a wide receiver, hungry as my Eagles are, I would pass on the Juju Smith-Schuster signing. I would pass on that, and um, I just, Why? I just, I feel like he's gonna command too much money. I feel like our needs are more in in the defensive area with the linebackers and our um, our cornerbacks. Rather than our wide receivers, I think our wide receivers that we are, are, uh, I don't know, are uh, our Vince Papalis that we basically had this season where we just Your got, celebrity one, yeah, year, one hit wonders. They were basically sitting on the couch when they came to the game, and uh, 
we kind of, I mean, I don't know. You guys remember that guy, Travis Fulgham, where he kind of just balled out for he us? He balled out for my fantasy team. Yeah, see, I'm happy for you, bro. It was like a good five-week stretch, <laughs> man, where he had like six touchdowns, 500 yards. Like, he was balling yes, sir. out. It was fantastic. You had know? to let him go. Yeah, I know, because it was on. <laughs> like, I said, like I said, it was only five weeks. But, um. You know what? I, I I feel like that wasn't lightning in the bottle. I feel like we can do that again if we had a healthy line and, and uh, keep our quarterback safe. And uh, I feel like our money needs to go more defensive. So I'm going to say no for Juju. But um, I'm going to say no for the Cardinals as well. I don't see the Cardinals needing to pick up Juju. I mean, he doesn't. he's going to have to either play the slot or play two. And I just really don't see him playing that slot position. I just don't see. I feel like you guys need someone who's already established as a, as a as a two or a slot, like who can just play multiples and he's still learning how to play. Um, we talked about it last week, and uh, I think T. Y. Hilton is the guy for you guys for the Cardinals. So I'm gonna say no on Juju. Uh, Lucio, what you got? You know, I'm gonna say no for my team. Uh, Carolina, we have two good receivers in there, more slot receiver. That we talked about last week. Uh, you know, we got Robbie Anderson killed it last year. Uh, DJ Moore killed it last year. Curtis Samuel played amazing last year. I, I'm pretty sure he's going to resign for us. I don't. I doubt he's not going to resign. Um, just because I feel like he he did great. If he does leave, I'd be sad. Um, and then I'll think about Juju. But at this point, no. Uh, but I don't think it even work even if we do get Juju because he's just not part of like what we're doing. Um, as far as the Cardinals, I'll give you this. If Larry leaves, I think that the Cardinals might look into him. I think uh, Juju would want to play with someone like Kyler Murray and DJ, uh, not DJ, um, JJ Watt and, you know, uh, D-Hop and everything. So I think he might consider it. For less money, and that would be a definite win for the Cardinals. But unless Larry leaves, I don't think he'll even consider it. So, or I don't think the Cardinals will consider it. So, all right, and uh, it'd be no for me, and maybe for the Cardinals, and a maybe. All right, you know, what? I'm gonna go ahead and jump in and do and just do mine real quick. And that is that for the Cardinals, I feel like this is a yes. It's a bit surprising. I get it. I get it's a bit surprising, but I think that next year a lot of these guys are going to be signing one-year deals. It, it's just, it's just going to be because they was last year was such a weird year. This season, I think it's still going to be weird no matter what happens. Even if everyone in the world gets vaccinated, you know, just the the getting everybody back to normal in stadiums with the same energy, with the same fans, with everything going on. And, uh, and with managers being able to spend more money, it all depends on the cap. So with all this weirdness going on, I feel like a lot of guys, especially in free agency, are not going to want to get their future like tied in unless they are, you know, guaranteed some money. Juju, I believe he can come here on a one-year deal for cheap, establish himself, you know, as a dependable receiver and get a good contract next year. And my second part to this is that right now we are, we've all agreed we've talked about it at nauseum with uh, in these last few weeks. This is a make it or break it deal with uh, Cliff Kingsbury as the coach. With this young coach, with young quarterback, you know, young receivers, you know, just with uh, young Barbaccio, you know, swagger going along, just like 
in your face kind of social media kind of attitude you know all this young stuff going on why not go all in you know with 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 so many pieces that that shouldn't work together under a coach who was and still is highly regarded as unqualified for this and with this experiment going into its final year why not roll the dice and i believe that juju smith is a good alternative can be a good number two and god forbid if larry hangs him up he's in that slot okay all right so yeah do you like juju that is yep that is yes Uh, oh was that that was a that was a all right max um we both know. Uh, I think everybody in this room and uh, some random guy out at Mesa, I think <laughs> we all know that the Packers baffled everybody by not picking a wide receiver last year, going with the quarterback, uh, some guy named mm-hmm. uh, Jordan Louve. <laughs> Jordan Love, actually. Love. It's French. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, that being said, uh, Devontae Adams still. Still showed it was like, hey, I don't need anybody. I can do this by myself. But, and uh, I'm, I'm sorry, there was a, uh, what was his name? Uh, the other guy who balled, it was uh, Scantling. Valdez Scantling. And uh, was it anybody Our else? Quiz. Um, yeah, we had Alan Lazard. That's the thing. Oh, Lazard. Uh, That's what it, the Lazard. We was had a lot of, uh, yeah, we had several wide receivers. A lot of breakouts. Uh, step up, and we had that, uh, yeah, breakout, yeah. Uh, Bob, uh, Bobby Tanyan. Now, before I Tanyan. ask you, now, before I ask you uh, about this, uh, about the Juju Smith-Schuster, I I, I kind of want to uh, ask you a question real quick about the uh, about the great quarterback effect. We you, all know you may ask me. Thank you, I appreciate. That. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're on a radio show, right? Might as well. <laughs> you may <laughs> speak. Who brought this guy? <laughs> so you did. Damn it! It's uh, I, I, what I call the great quarterback effect, and basically, it's where a quarterback makes a somebody look way better than what they really are i mean it um i don't know if you guys remember a long time ago peyton manning did it to uh this guy this random guy named alex valde uh alex gonzalez you know he had a uh, brandon mm-hmm. stokely at one time you know there's yeah. two different names i mean it's, it's it's always happened tom's brady has done it to to uh people before um Aaron Hernandez. Oh. Hey man, he killed it while he was in the league. Hey. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Are the guys that we just talked about, the backup guys that we didn't expect to happen with Scantley and Lazard? Uh, Tunyon is more of a tight end, so I'm not going to throw him in there. Um, but with the Scantlings and Lazard, um, are they legit wide receivers? Can they repeat that? Or is it just Aaron Rodgers doing that? I, You know, honestly, I think it's a little bit of both. I think they can definitely uh, repeat that. I, I don't think those were flukes. I mean, they they made a lot of mistakes. They had a lot of drops, but they came back from that, and they, you know, played a lot better. And I think... Was um, that... Because of Aaron Rodgers, right. though. Okay, yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers. If they had somebody like you know Alex Smith, yeah, 
No, and Alex Smith is a good quarterback, but he's not an Aaron Rodgers. That's what I'm asking. Would they be able to create that same? Would they be able to produce that type of success? Because uh, Larry Fitzgerald mm -hmm. was able to create a thousand, you know, thousand with uh, Matt Leiner. And Matt Barkley yeah. and, uh, and <laughs> every loser quarterback and, that and came Skelton to Skelton and yep. Cobb mm -hmm. and you know he was able to get these yards. Yeah, would these wide receivers be able to do that without Aaron Rodgers? I think so. Yeah, you think so? I think they are quality receivers who can prove themselves to be uh, number ones. All right. So that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the guy that we're talking about, mm. Juju Smith-Schuster. Is that somebody that the uh, Packers would would want? I think overall, no, just because of uh, uh, price, number one, and two, um, he's not really, like, if, if, if the Packers don't take anybody who make, anybody who make headlines outside of the league, like, you know, Juju had that, I mean, it was part of, you know, the dancing on the logo. Yeah. If they have shit like that, you know, stupid shit, the Packers tend not to sign people like that. So, um but I, I think he would be a, an amazing one-two punch with Devontae. But overall, uh, I think there's better options out there that don't uh, risk more than just the bank. All right. That's understandable. And I like that because we're going to go ahead and... Uh, I love Juju, though. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think... You know, Do you follow him? I don't think he's a bad guy or anything. Uh -huh. Do you follow I don't, him? I don't follow him. I don't, I, <laughs> I don't follow any players except Aaron Rodgers outside. Do you, do you think the, uh, the Cardinals should take a run at him? Um, I don't think they need to. No, I don't think they need him. Okay. Um, especially if Larry comes back. But even if he doesn't, um, they still don't need him, huh? They still don't. I don't. I, in my opinion, yeah, I don't think they do. Um, but obviously, he's a great player, and he would compliment. Yeah. No, like I said, like 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 I said when in my, I just I don't. I think they need someone just a little more developed. I know Danny's willing to take the shot on him. But um, it's a it's a huge. I mean, it's a risk yeah. reward. But what do you think about Cliff, the price? Cliff Kingsbury? Hey, the, the, does it uh, does risk. it depend on the price or? I think it definitely depends on. That's why I said that uh, it, it it's gonna be a one year cheap, okay. and uh, kind of like I don't want to call it a prove it because he's proven himself in the past. Yeah, but uh, but kind of a prove it deal. He's still young though, right? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, he is young. Like, like, young. That's what I'm saying. Get, like to get 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 this out of the way to make to let to let the league know you're no longer a little kid. You know, yeah. you've matured. You're going to help the Cardinals, whatever, and then you sign your big five-year deal elsewhere. It looks like Max is going to look it up. I want to say he's 26. What do you got? Lucia, what do you think? How old? Uh, 25, I think. Danny? I'm going to go 25 just because I believe everyone who's an expert at TikTok is 25 or younger. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to get it. Like, I'll, I'll watch the videos because they're funny, and uh, like they're just videos from all across the stuff. But I just can't. I, I I can't figure it out. Can I change my answer to twenty four? No, you no, no you, you cannot. cannot. No, no, you cannot. No. We're coming up on time, so uh, one more one more free agent. All right, so uh, another free agent I got. Uh, definitely one I wanted to bring up. Tight end position. Um, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry, tight end, Los Angeles Chargers. Just released. Depending, uh, it's always depending on the money. I don't think he's going to command too much money. I would take the chance on that. I'm going to go ahead and lose Zach Ertz as an Eagles fan. Zach Ertz is going to be traded away, but we still have Dallas Goddard. I like Dallas Goddard. He's a solid tight end, but I'd like to have two. I like a two tight end set. It makes it easier to run uh, 
like shotgun runs and stuff like that. So I would take the chance on Hunter Henry. I would go ahead and pursue that. And I don't see the Cardinals doing that. I think um, they don't, in my personal opinion, I believe they don't use the tight end position a lot. And I think the the two tight ends that they have now, I think fill the two voids that they need. One can catch, one can block. So um, I don't really see the Cardinals making a move for a tight end. I see them, in especially with this year. Let's all let's all remember this is a pandemic year with with the cap. Yep. So that's why we got to talk about that. We always have to say this year. That's yep. why I always say this year, like because next year might be different. But yeah, that's- this year. I don't see them going for a tight end. I see them filling other voids, and I think the main void they want to fill is a running back uh, cornerback. I think cornerback being number one. I think so. All right. Uh, Lucio, what you got? Uh, Hunter Henry, tight end. Hunter Henry, I honestly was looking at him uh, earlier today. I do like his uh, his stats. Uh, We do need a... Uh, a tight end, not need a tight end, but um, we could definitely use a tight end, a big one like his himself, um, and kind of a little bit more experience than uh, Ian uh, than Ian Thomas. Um, I like Thomas, don't get me wrong, and I think with Thomas, if we have someone like, you know, um, Hunter, it'd be nice. Uh, so he can kind of get a little bit of learning. In fact, I mean, they're both still very young. Uh, I would definitely see this 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 go through. I, I think that Carolina can definitely use him as another offensive threat for like again the worst quarterback in the league to be able to throw to somebody. Um, so I really do think that it'd be a good uh, uh, a good move on the the Carolina Panthers to take him. As far as uh, Arizona, I mean. Who's the who's the tight end? Is it that guy with the Z? Who? Uh, what the Cardinals? Yeah, the Cardinals. The Cardinals. They have, I believe, Max Williams, and they have Dan Arnold. Dan Arnold, I think, was the no, uh, no. Dan Arnold is a, good, a great tight end, he, right? He, I like him. I did. He was you know, I saw him yeah. play. He got open when he needed to get open in crucial plays where you know Tyler Murray couldn't see over his offensive line. And he had some great throws uh, into him. Uh, I do believe that they're they're doing really well in that position as well. So I I don't think they'll take him. Either. I don't think they'll take him. But uh, Carolina, yes, Arizona, no. All right. So yeah, uh, yeah. See, and that's what I thought. I you know what's funny is uh, I know ever since you guys lost uh with the uh, uh, Olsen, right? Olsen. Yeah, I know yeah. you guys uh, have have been wanting one and. Um, yeah, no, I, I so I knew that would be a position I thought you guys would want, and yeah, no, I, I'm glad we agree on that. Uh, Danny, Hunter Henry, Los Angeles Chargers, tight end. Like you said, the Cardinals wouldn't know what to do with the tight end if it was gift wrapped to them as the best. Like fucking <laughs> Tony Gonzalez could come to the Cardinals and like, he'd probably get 57 yards for oh, the he's season. Old now. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and just say no because, like you said, if we just bring back the guys we have. They they they're good enough for what they are. They're solid, right? They're solid, yeah. I, and and, and not, not a detriment to them. Not saying they suck. Just keep them like no. They 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 were the pieces they needed for what for the plays that were being run. But the Cardinals just don't know how to use the tight end. And the reason I'm at uh, I want to go ahead and further on that point is, do you feel like that's just this year? Like, would you would you take Hunter Henry next year? 
or is it you know um is it just like you're just fine I, with the two tight ends I'm just, set I'm, that you have i'm just fine right now for, because like i said uh kyler murray is i i think the tight end would be one of the tough spots to to reach on regular basis in in like slot position so yeah, it, it's just no, it's just a no. Just Cardinals are, have never been good at tight ends. It's been for, for the past decade. It's been a problem, and uh, I'm just going ahead and say no. All right, cool. All right, keeping keeping this uh, conversation, I wanted to ask Lucio, what yeah. positions do you think the Panthers need to fill? Uh, we need to fill uh, O line is one big one that we need to fill especially because we're having Christian McCaffrey come back. We need some holes uh, to be made. I mean, we need our offensive line to be on point. Um, I think that's also why they, I think they franchise tagged Morton, if I remember correctly. Um, they, they really want to keep some of our offensive line happy, and uh, we want them here. I mean, we're like I said, I think offensively this year, free agency-wise and um, draft-wise, we're going to go a little bit more uh, offensive heavy uh, to try to get some some good O linemen. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we pick up a tight end in the draft if we don't get uh, Hunter Henry, um, just to kind of have some 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 offensive you know uh, options as well if Ian Thomas isn't working out. Um, but yeah, I think O line definitely, uh, and honestly, the linebacker position. Uh, only because I like Shaq Thompson, I do. Um, but I do believe that um, I love Shaq Thompson. By the way, he he might need some help. Oh, for sure. The, the thing is, Luke Keekley was a pivotal point to to our defense when it came to that because he was one of the best leaders. I mean, he can replay like no one's business. He can, you know, he can play recognition like it's crazy. I mean, like he was just everywhere he needed to be. Yeah, shout, um, shout out to Luke, uh, you know, a man who uh, unfortunately uh, uh, before his time, you know what I'm saying, before his time, man, he, uh, we wanted him to have yeah. more time. It sucks, man. Retired? Yeah, no. It makes it sound like he's dead. <laughs> I was like, uh, what well, happened? No, because <laughs> didn't he retire at like the age 28? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Before his time, he, like, bro, he was, such a, he was such a monster, man. You know what I'm saying? He's Just part, sucks but he's still part of the organization, though. He's doing, I think, some kind of yeah. Stuff for the organization. So, um, offensive yeah, lineman and uh, linebacker are the two positions that uh, that. Yeah. That, all right. Cool. So, uh, Danny, what uh, what do you think the Cardinals need? I think number one is definitely the cornerback. Uh, we uh, we definitely need to uh, we need to. That wasn't part of it. That's number three. Three oh. is off. <laughs> so Danny, what do you think? What do you think that uh, the Cardinals need? All right, so like you said, and I definitely agree with you. The number one thing is a cornerback. Just trying to uh, solidify the secondary in the Cardinals. Uh, if there's one position that they got burned on this year, it was it was definitely that. I think that could have changed a couple of games. Uh, it, uh, people say that the season some, sometimes comes down to one or two plays during the season. Like no, it, it went on to one or two plays during the game. That turned out whether or not you, uh, they win or lose during the season, and a lot of them came down to that cornerback position, solidifying that with with uh, with, with uh, so uh, I want a veteran coming in. I definitely want a veteran. I don't want to take a chance on a rookie. I don't want to like he could be the greatest athlete in the world. I I, I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. That doesn't always translate to actually playing it. So I mean, if we get a good 
cornerback veteran, that would definitely be number one, number one on the list. And then in terms of uh, the rest of the roster, uh, we may not have the number one in their position all over the field, but I believe our roster set. So the, 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 if it was a number two, it would have to be running back. And, and that's just depending on how much Kyler Murray can run because he can, he's almost an RB two by himself. All right. So, so, um, what you're saying is a cornerback? Corner and running back. Corner and running back are two positions. Yeah. Max, what I want to ask you, uh, before we get into the needs of the Packers, I want to ask you, what um, what do you think about Hunter Henry? Los Angeles Chargers, tight end, free agency. Do the Packers need him? Do the Packers want him? Will they go for him? I don't, I don't think the Packers need him. Um, Excuse me, we got two solid uh, tight ends, uh, Mercedes Lewis and uh, Bob Tanyan. Um, so Tanyan out of nowhere, Tanyan, by the way. Tanyan, yeah, yeah, out of nowhere, right. Uh, exactly. So, And that's that's a Packers thing. We just get people out of nowhere. It's because, you know, the Packers are in nowhere. So No, I'm just saying, the guy, he, he, yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he surprised a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So having him, and then, I mean, do you think the Cardinals would pursue someone like that? Um, I think they. I'm not. I'm not sure what their. To be honest, I don't know who their tight ends are. What their tight end situation is. So I. I. I but I. I do. Know that, or I do see them. Pers- you know, pursuing uh, a player of that caliber because he's definitely. Yeah, know, he's a, definitely a top. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, when we were when we were talking. We were asking, I was asking both of them what needs their teams would want, like um, like in the draft or in free agency, maybe even trade. With the, with the Packers right now, what do you feel they need? Because obviously, unfortunately, and well, let's all be honest about it, all four of us, we can, I'm going so to say this to all four of us, we didn't win the Super Bowl. None of us won the fucking Super Bowl. So we obviously need something. Yeah. What do the Packers need? Whoa, 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 whoa. We won the toilet bowl, okay? Hey, hey, first of all, you know what was funny? Is that you, I, I believe you said, um, fuck. I said 4 and 12, and it was 5 and 11. Yeah, 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 he did. He, he said 4 and 12, didn't he? What did he say, 4 and 12? Yeah. And 5 and 11, he can't even get mad. He was off by one. Hey, you know what I'm saying? But you said linebacker, and I believe, uh, what was the other position, I believe? Offensive lineman. Offensive line. You didn't say quarterback at all, so obviously you're pretty happy <laughs> at that position. <laughs> Got him. Look, we already know how much I don't like my quarterback. I no longer need to say it. Hey, you I don't swear know. to God. This could be somebody's first God, episode. <laughs> I swear to God. If Matt Rule and fucking Tepper make a move and we jump like three positions in the draft and we take – Fucking Wilson, that was I will fucking jump for fucking joy and be remember, ready. I don't remember if we had this conversation yet, but uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, yes or no? Fuck no, real quick. No, no, okay. All right, back to Max. He's too much money. Max Packers. What position do you feel like you need to make it? To make it, uh, number one would be cornerback. Okay, cornerback. So I think that I honestly think all three of us. Uh, you know what's fucked up, and I really don't like Lucio at this moment because I just thought about it, is 
the guy that we don't have is the guy that he had. What's his name? Uh, your corner, Jeremy Keens. Lucio? Jeremy Chim? It, Jeremy Chim, right? The cornerback, right? No, he's not a cornerback. He's a, uh, he's a defensive end. Uh, outside linebacker. No, a defensive end is like a safety or a... Defensive end is not a safety. Oh, a defensive end. I'm sorry. I, I, I thought you said defensive back. My bad. <laughs> my, <I'm tripping. laughs> my bad. Bro. <laughs> I was like, she does not know football right now because that is not a wrong position. Then (laughs) he was way off. I was about to have to give up my seat. Like, yeah, yeah, I fucked up. I'm just gonna hit the old dusty trail. (laughs) But uh, all right. So that being said, let's go ahead and move on to the next guy that I want to talk about. We all, uh, you said offensive line. I think you said offensive line. Um, We both said cornerback. Let's go ahead and talk about. The number one guy on the list that I have right now, um, uh, shit, he's up there though. Joe Th- uh, Thuney, he's uh, a guard. Yeah, yeah he's Joe Thuney, New England guard, twenty-eight years old, offensive guard. I mean, I f- the Eagles. I feel like we don't need him at all. I feel like we're pretty set as long as we get healthy. What was his name again? I think, it's, I think it's pronounced Tooney. Tooney, is it Tooney? I don't don't quote me, but I think it's Tooney. I think I've heard it. Yeah, um, yeah, right, Tooney, Joe Tooney, right? Yeah. What I say, Tooney. Yeah, because, I mean. I mean, that, that's how it looks. That's the way his name is spelled. It, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I'm, I apologize. He's got one of those dumb names that, yeah. that is not how it looks. Wow. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. It's stupid. All right, and for, like for me, honestly, I don't know too much about him. But if he played for Bill Belichick that as a lineman, twenty eight years old, he's picked up something, and he can definitely help out the Cardinals because if there's one thing the Cardinals have failed at, not just to get four, uh, five guys in the line in the game, but someone always goes down. It's never failed. No matter what team you play for, someone always goes down, and you just need those 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 guys in the back um, backing them up. And uh, if not winning starting positions themselves, so if it's an offensive lineman that that played under Bill Belichick, I'll take him. I feel like um, an offensive line, a good offensive line, needs to have seven offensive linemen, five starters, and two yep. straight like solid ass backups. Yep. I and mean, I feel like that's that's kind of, like, kind of rotational players, like even even go, going in and player two, kind of like a hockey thing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, get him in, get him out, yeah. That's, that's that, a, yeah, that, I, totally agree I with that. completely agree with you. So, so that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, the Cardinals have never had those seven. It's always been five, and maybe a couple of that guys that can work for a player too. But yeah. once one guy goes five. down, that, that is a weakness for the rest and, of and the five. season. That's one thing I like to bring five? up. The, the no, Eagles. You have like three, okay? Three max, not five. <laughs> I don't know. Shut up, Lucy. <laughs> I don't know. The Cardinals. The Cardinals have a surprisingly good line right now. Like, uh, no, right now. But I'm talking in general. Like, he wants to make it sound for the last like ten years. They had an offensive line. Well, I wanted five good. because that was the maximum. Okay. <laughs> well, you don't even have the max. So you guys what do you give me. Your- what do you mean? I have. We got max right we here. We got max right here All in right studio. Here. <laughs> All right, hey. Uh, All right, so 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 bottom line, yes for me. So, bottom line, yes for you. Um, go ahead, Joe uh, Tooney, offensive line. I think we. I think you said you need offensive line as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I take him as well. He looks. He 
he played well, uh, not only just because he's, you know, Bill Belichick, but I saw him play this year, obviously, because I have to watch the, you know, Carolina games, as, uh, the Patriot games as well, because my girlfriend loves football. Um, yeah, she, he's, he's a good player. I think uh, the fact that the Patriots aren't putting a franchise tag on him is kind of odd, but, I mean, if he gets put on a free agency and they don't take him, then, yeah, I'll definitely take him. I would love to have another good offensive lineman on my team. I mean, yeah, anything that can protect uh, those 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 sweet, sweet. Protect, protect your franchise quarterback. Uh, I was going to say franchise <laughs> running back, but, yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> shit. But, hey, the guy has, like, a 1,000 yards rushing and receiving in one season, and I think he's been in the league for, like, four years. So, yeah, that guy's great. Talking about Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yeah, it's a, Danny looks perplexed right now. Ladies and gentlemen in the studio, I don't think he knows Christian McCaffrey is a running back. My joke was that <laughs> Lucio's coveted Teddy Bridgewater will be protected by the line. But carry on, whatever. Max Packers, uh, yeah. do, would they want someone like uh, Joe Tunye? I believe so, yeah. The Packers would love a uh, an experienced lineman. And um, we've got... Our line, we, well, we need a center specifically, but our uh, our entire line stepped up, I think, uh, this year. Um, so I think if we had Joe Tooney, I think um, we have guys who are capable of making uh, switches and adjusting. And uh, he, I think, yeah, he would be a great addition. I love that, guys. Um, I thought this was a great segment. Can I rattle off five more names, or is that a... <laughs> I got to go, my dude. Oh, okay. Well, then, all right. All right. Well, uh, thank you for your time, Lucio. Uh, final thought? Of course. Uh, final thoughts, I mean... And I swear, everyone... if you bring up LaMelo Ball on this podcast one more time... Uh, well, here's the metal Ball sighting. <laughs> so, uh... You know, Michael Jordan said some good things about a good player that's been uh, tearing up the league, his rookie, and would definitely win rookie of the year. Um, but <laughs> final words, uh, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm excited for, for the season. I uh, hope everyone's staying safe and everyone's doing their their part out there. Um, you know, everyone be safe and be healthy. And, uh, yeah, I've, you know, All right, man. have well, fun. Yeah, man. Hey, we <laughs> love having you on the show, bro, and uh, – we miss you in the studio, and uh, we hope we can have For you sure. here soon. Absolutely. All right, guys. Have a good night. All right. Take care, Lucio. Be safe. Take it easy, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Lucio on air. Uh, wait, yeah. What is it? What? Remote? What do you call it? When, when someone's not here, but it's like wrong. He's on location. Ah, on location. Look at Danny. <laughs> on location. With his smooth talk. Um, Like I said, guys, right, I keep, wanted to go ahead and keep this going. Let's keep going. going. Yes, yeah, please. let's go ahead and keep this going. This is something I want to go ahead and talk about. I think we are all on the same page. Uh, there's a couple people out here. Let me go ahead and look through the names. I thought of that too, the, but I didn't have that. Nah, uh, that hurt. I'm not going to lie. That, that's, uh, something. All right. So I think we all agreed. Wait. Yes. Wait. wait. Are you just testing out sounds? There it is. Uh, That's the one I... You're just testing out sounds right now? 
Ladies and gentlemen, I just want everybody to know that we've been on the air for two seasons, and um, he still doesn't know what's on his soundboard. No, I don't. Just want to throw that out there. All right, so names we got more that names. we talked about, oh. I think we all mentioned this name. Uh, well, I didn't mention the name, but we all mentioned cornerbacks. We all need defensive backs. I mean, let's be honest. Defensive backs are really coveted. Most in the teams need them. Yeah. I, I think all teams need yeah, it. Because uh, like, if you're looking at, to have a, a solid number one, like all fucking NFL. Yeah. That you, you then you're one of the lucky ones. Exactly. But most teams don't even have a number one, and then of let course, let alone it's a number good two. A number two. Yeah. Exactly. So there's a number one that was let go that I think that kind of confused everybody. He's out on the market right now. I personally think he's really good. I mean, uh, he has a little age on him. He's 31, so I don't really know if his uh, you know legs are still or whatever. But um, Malcolm Butler was released by the Tennessee Titans, I believe it was. And um, no, I think he had a solid season last season. I mean, I'm I would pick him up as as an Eagles fan. I like I said it, it's and I know we say this a lot, ladies and gentlemen. But the reason why we say this is because it's always an issue that we have to talk about. And if the money is right, and I know it's I know I, we've been you know pressing on that, but if the money is right. Yeah, no, I I don't see why the Eagles wouldn't make a run at someone like that. Someone who can go ahead and help that back. I honestly think that is the main issue for the Eagles. I think my front seven is good enough where my fucking linebackers are fucking trash and it's okay. Because my front seven with the with the, with the, with Fletcher Cox and Hargrove and Malik Jackson and and fucking uh, you know, you know, Derek Barnett and uh, Brandon Graham, I think these names are real, real good guys. And then you got nobody in the fucking linebacker position. You know, Duke Riley, who the fuck is that? And then you got, I mean, uh, we got Darius Slay sitting at cornerback. So we have a number one cornerback. And he played well last season. He played very well. But having a number one cornerback and then having nothing else at the other three spots really exposes that. So either having a very confident, very good um, safety or having another cornerback would help us dramatically. So I see the Eagles. I would make the move. Arizona, I see them making this this move as well. I feel like this is going to be our fight. I feel like Arizona is uh, going to kick the can. On this one, <laughs> I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean, you got to make the phone call, right? Danny, Arizona, they got to make the phone call, right? Last time we talked about Steve Kime having the due diligence to make the phone call, we landed this guy. I don't know if you've heard of him. I don't know. He's been around a couple of years. Mr. Mr. Wait. Mr. Mr. Oh, yes. Mr. J.J. fucking Watt. Who comes to the valley? Never heard of so that. So you go 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 over there and start talking about making phone calls. Like, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and do it because we got the defense almost set. Our offense is ready. Our quarterback is one that can take us into the future. And the biggest gamble of them all is a head coach. That may or may not bring the Valley the most coveted trophy that we've ever had. So, the Participations Cup? 
why not make that phone call and why not make a deal, even if it means kicking the can and bankrupt the Cardinals in 2027? Can we all be we honest can, about we it? We can do that. One season to win it all means everything, I'll right? take it. Right? So that's right. why hey, that is a hey, definite right. yes. I uh, want Max, before I come to you, I apologize. I just want to throw this out there. One season to win it all, you risk it all. Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Right? You got to get one. And Max, I know you don't understand this because... It's your fucking five or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. There's too many to fucking put up on a hand. I hate you. Twelve. Counting non-Super Bowl. I mean, if we're going to do that, the Cardinals got one. Wait a minute. I was going to say, if we're counting <laughs> We're counting non We're counting Wait, championships. Are we counting NFL championships? Because we got two. <laughs> yeah, we're counting everything. I got three of them, baby. Yeah. Shit. I got fucking three, baby. Yeah, hey, we've, wait, we've won an NFL champion. You guys, you, we're all legacies. Wait a minute, what, what are you doing here? <laughs> God damn! Uh, Cardinals, Cardinals got one. Hey, Danny, can back I, in uh, Chicago. Max, can I uh, talk to you in the kitchen? <laughs> I, don't I don't know about this guy. This guy's an imposter. I don't know who this guy is. Yeah, but he wants to be a part of us. He's but else, uh, Max, like we were talking about, Malcolm Butler. Yes or no? Butler, yes. Right? Oh, yeah. All I see in it. On, uh, all in on Malcolm Butler. And you know what? I would like a follow-up question to both. That. Do you think he's going to command a lot of money? I mean, obviously, all players go for, you know, whatever, you know, the highest they can. But are you looking at resumes or are you looking at what he did in the last year or so? Yeah, I'm looking at a. I, I think I'm looking at a the last couple years. Can he say like, "Hey, man, I'm a Super Bowl winning back, and I can do that to your team too"? That's what I'm asking can, you. Can he? That's can, what I'm asking you. I'm asking you that. Can he do that? I think he can. And 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 even though even so, though hey, it, it, hey, can Patrick Peterson walk in there and say, "Hey"? I've 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 been an eight time you know. I, if I'm Patrick Peterson's agent, I'm asking for top dollar everywhere. Like, look at my res- look at what this guy's done with the 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 teams that the Cardinals have had. Because, no, 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 no. Because I, no, no, lately, no, no. I, I, th- I think I think we're we're we're, mis- uh, we're misunderstanding each other. Obviously, if you're an agent, you're asking for top dollar. No, everywhere. no, of course. Be no, that, that, saying, okay, but, but do you know your like? What would you? What would he be comfortable taking? Well, all right. Let me, here's the thing, let though. Me Here, here's the, the thing. question. Let me rephrase the question. All right. Will he be comfortable taking less than top dollar? Malcolm Butler, age thirty-one. He's already got a max contract before. Will he be comfortable taking less than top dollar to play? Malcolm Butler, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he's. He's he's got he's got his championship already. He's got his, he's cemented himself. He he's been a world champion. He's got his money. He he's set for life. And if he wants to take one last ride, why not try to take it mid mid money for the Cardinals? You're Malcolm Butler right now, right? Scenario. You're Malcolm Butler. Thirty million dollars to play for the Jets. I'll take it right now. Ten million dollars to play for the Bucks. Oh. What do you do? Oof. If I'm Mac, 
Yeah. <laughs> oh. I like that. You like that one, huh? I, hey, hey. You know what? Hey, you know uh, what? You know what? On the spot. Just right now. <laughs> My mind just like came up with that. Crazy. Wait, are they both one-year contracts or what's the... One-year contract. One-year contract. Uh, yeah, I mean, your last year. The 31 years old, right now. You know, I, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to take the 30 million with the Jets. Sell out! <laughs> because, one, like you said, it's a one-year contract. And, two, I'm 31. So, like, at most, someone is going to give me a veteran's minimum contract I, at I, year 32. So, you know what? You know what? Hey, hey, hey. 30 million in that you know what? Switch that up. Switch that up. <laughs> I, I kind of fucked that up. Because, obviously... Yeah, no, 30, 30 mil, yes, I mil will. For, for one year. I, I will waste, yeah, a year of my life. waste a year of my life. Switch that up. 30 mil for you know, three years. 30 mil for three years or 10 year. Uh, 10 for, you know, with the bucks for one. 10 with the bucks for one. You got, you got one last ride. Yeah. You're going to go for the money or the ring. Oh, the ring. You already got the money. I'm going to go with the, uh, the other way around. The money. You already got the ring. You got nothing else to prove. I don't think Malcolm just... He's not going to go in the Hall of Fame. Ladies, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Oh, we're talking about Malcolm. Yeah, nah, okay. ladies, hey, ladies so, and gentlemen. So, I mean, one more is not going to bring you into that, so... Yeah, I'll lady, take the money. Ladies and gentlemen, I should have phrased this question a lot better. I'll get, <laughs> it's a lose-lose for you. I'll get back to you one, one day. I, I apologize. This was a... <laughs> This is a pretty wasted segment. My bad. Uh, I had fun. I, I exist. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, no, I didn't really do good. Um, guys, I delete the whole thing. <laughs> I think we're good on football right now. We're gonna go ahead and lead into one of my favorite subjects. I love talking about these guys because why? Because they are winning. They are showing that we can be worse the first. And you know what? They are carrying on. Momentum. Danny, what did I tell you about momentum? I don't know if you remember me telling you. You said it does not carry on into the next season. But this season, with like only four months into it, I said it would work because the season was shortened. You know, so there wasn't there wasn't a lot of time in between. So we were still fresh off of that, off, off of the bubble. And the team I'm talking about is the Phoenix Suns, baby. The team that I love, the team that was winning, the team that is doing good, they're still doing their thing. Unfortunately, we had a gap. I mean, it's it's only two games back. That's why this is going to be a short segment, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we, all right, these two games after the All-Star break. First, first of all, let, let, let me just say, I hope every single one of y'all saw, recorded, DVR, rewound, and rewatched that Chris Paul dunk. I shared it. It's Bro. on my page. And Danny, if you can go ahead and shout out the Instagram and the Twitter and the Facebook, we'll go ahead and add those highlights. So you guys, if you haven't seen it, you can watch these luxurious, lovely dunk by Chris Paul. Danny, go ahead and shout us out. Y'all can follow us on Sticks.Kicks on Instagram, Kicks one on Twitter, and of course, Sticks and Kicks on Facebook to see everything that Jeremy's talking about. Because yes... Chris Paul came in. Unfortunately, we didn't have the second one, Devin Booker. But as I've said to Jeremy, and we both said last week, I'm glad he sat that out. I'm glad he sat the whole week out because Monty Williams, and I hate to repeat it, but he risked the rest of the Suns season 
on that stupid decision to have him play most of the minutes in that second half when he got hurt. But he rested up. He he, he came back, so he he's 100%. We'll, we'll, we'll let that one slide right there. But, yeah, Chris Paul definitely. We got lucky on that one, didn't we? Uh, oh, without a doubt. But, yeah, Chris Paul did his things, and I believe he had, what, 16 assists in that hey. game? Point God, Point baby. God. You get hey, but but not out. only did he have 16 assists, Danny, please talk about that sweet, 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 sweet two points. Where he went, he got the assist. He dunked it. Chris Paul not only dunked the ball, he got an alley-oop. Someone ollied him the ball, and he went ahead and put it in the rim. My man, I believe at 35 years old, still has the hop, still has the moves. And you know what? We are happy to have him here. Definitely, without a doubt. And we talked about last week, first half of the season MVP. That is definitely well-deserved for him. He's, he has brought out this new winning side of the Phoenix Suns. And every single time, not only in losses, but also in the victories, he calls out every single player who needs to step up their game. Namely, one number one pick overall, DeAndre Ayton. He has put him in check like, look, this is not going to be enough to carry your franchise for the rest of the season. And this is not going to be enough to carry your sorry ass for the rest of your career. You need to shape up. You need to go up. You need to get these goddamn rebounds. And he has been averaging these double digits for the last few games. And I absolutely love to see it. Yes, it didn't work out for the for the last game. But you know what? You can't win them all. I'm going to go the opposite way. I love the enthusiasm. I love how you're saying, and I agree with everything you said with Chris Paul until you led to DeAndre Aiden. DeAndre Aiden is uh, regressing, in my personal opinion. He is not taking the step forward. I don't know why. I don't understand what's happening, but he is killing me. The other day, when he played against the uh Portland Trailblazers after the All-Star game, which was our first game back. The Suns won, which was awesome because we had to rally. I'm not going to lie. The Blazers looked like they had that game in, huh? It was a fight. It was a fight throughout the game. Like, it, there was no, like, you know, clear winner halfway through or whatever. And I'm not going to say that they had it in. I'm not going to say that because the Suns always had it in them to fight back, and they've shown that time and time again. So I did not doubt that they could pull it off. I'm the reason not, not going to agree with you on that. I wasn't happy about that game. DeAndre Aiden, 23 minutes. Why 23 minutes? Because he had to sit out the rest of the fourth quarter while Dario Sarge picked up his slack. The reason I say this is because he only put up four rebounds. DeAndre Aiden looked horrible that game, and he didn't even do bad. He was 5 of 8 shooting. He had 3 fouls, but he was 11 points, 4 boards. He played okay, but he did not do what was necessary. Thank God we have somebody like Book, which is obviously the man of the team. 35 points, 12 of 21, 3 from 5 shooting, 8 assists, 5 boards, which is, uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, that's Book. That's a typical book night, and that's how book does. Love having Chris Paul. Like I was talking about, the point God. He plays this game, but people don't understand how valuable his scoring is to us. 19 points, 7 assists, 5 boards. Happy to have him on the team. And, I mean, that I mean, it just went well. Now, 
If we go ahead and move on to, I believe it was yesterday, which I just don't really understand what happened. Suns went ahead and back to their second game. They played the Pacers, lost. 111-122. I just, I really don't, they didn't have no TJ Warren, but honestly, yo, the Pacers. They were so slow. No, no, no. Pacers took care of business. No, and that's I'm why, not, that's I'm not why gonna you know what? Ca- the Pacers have a good team. Yeah, I like the team they have. I mean, what? what they, a, all right, look, look. They have, they have, they, they, what they, what they have coming off the bench is, uh, you know, uh, Malcolm Brogdon, point guard. They have uh, Drew Holiday, shooting guard. Chris LeVert, which happy for Chris LeVert to be back on the field. If people don't know, he was traded. I believe it was for James Harden. It did the physical with Indiana? Found out. He had a, a tumor. A tumor. A tumor in his kidney, I believe. In his kidney. Had surgery. Had the tumor removed. He went ahead and played basketball yesterday. He was yeah. able to return to the court. So, regardless of anything, I just want to go ahead and shout that out real quick. I'm happy to have him back, but I'm still pissed off that we lost. So, with that being said, we're still talking about DeAndre Aiden. And where DeAndre Aiden kills me is he played 29 minutes. He had 14 points but 12 boards. But he should have had way more than 12 fucking boards. He's He is totally regressing. He's being bullied in the bottom. He's being, for a man who's seven feet tall, to be bullied in the paint the way he's being bullied should not be happening. I am very unhappy with the play, and I personally think the Suns need to go out and get a center. I think me and Danny talked about this on exhaustion. I mean, uh, let's I, be honest I, about it. I'm not going to argue that we need another center. But you're going to argue. But I'm going to say is if we need a backup center. And we've seen earlier in the season when, when he was putting up, you know, 20 points, 15 rebounds a game. But we need steady. Nobody was arguing. He was steady for a long time. That's he, my point. He's been off for the last couple of games, but he has shown progress. Not the last. <sighs> he has shown progress. Like, you've seen it throughout the season. It hasn't been every single game, but you've seen it, what, two-thirds of the season? Is that fair? The the, the numbers that I'm talking about? Go on. So, with that, you see progress. Because you didn't see thir- two-thirds of the season right there last year. You were not seeing any kind of those numbers last year. So I'm not gonna say that he's regressing. I'm saying that you he's taking another step forward because he missed the he missed the fourth of the season by doing drugs. That that is not fair. You know, that's a cheap shot. That's an oversimplification <laughs> of things. But yes, <laughs> all I'm saying is, bro, it's year three. I, right. We we've agreed long time ago. This is make it or break it, right? All right. Are you are you are you trading him? No. But are are you cutting him? So you believe no, in you him? You know what? You know what? Yes. I am trading him. I am trading him. Yes. And who? Who are we trading him uh, for, Danny? Who are we trading him for, Danny? I mean, you gotta make that call. Danny, to say it. Danny. You say gotta it. make that call. Say it. Say it. Say it. Who? Carl Anthony Towns. You agree with me. Yes, I you will do give, it today. Aiden, yes, today, right now. I'll throw in Max with this giant contract with him, too. <laughs> we'll send him out right there. All right, all right. So, obviously, we all have different opinions of what we could do with the team itself. But I think that you and I can agree, Jeremy, that this one and one record was disappointing. But like I said, 
you just can't win them all and you never know which team you're going to get, you know, tripped up on. So it all just depends on what they do from here. I'm not taking too much from this loss in the Pacers. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you feel the same way. Um, no, I, I feel like we should have won that Pacers game, but bro, you can't win them all. And yeah. you know, I, you know, you gotta, you gotta build from this. You know, I'm not going to lie. The Pacers team is a strong team. I mean, on, even looking on paper, they they're they're a great Sabonis and Turner and, and TJ McConnell and uh Holiday. Robin and Holiday. I mean, bro, they balled out. You know, like those those are solid players, man. That's that's a good team. And and apart from all their individual stats, their hustle that they all brought last day, they did yeah. they, they disturbed. You know them. what? They and were cutting the lanes. That's why we lost. It's not it's the not turnovers? Like, it's not like we're not like that. It's not like we don't hustle. It's not yeah. like we don't play hard. But did we yesterday? No, not out, at all, bro. We we they got they, out. We worked. cruised through that game, and they they out. They I don't know what it was about the Suns, but I think they felt like in the third they were like, oh yeah, we'll just wake up and it's like no, uh, no, you can't do that to every team. You need to learn to put your foot on the gas and stop letting up. You can't stop for gas. No, you can't grab chips. You need to keep going 48 minutes. Yes, That's sir. the way you need to play. So it was tough to see. Um, lucky for us, we got a couple games coming up. We got the Grizzlies on Monday. We'll see how we go ahead and do that. So that's basically tomorrow. And then we have the back-to-back against the guy that we were just talking about. The guy that we want on our team is, uh, you know, the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. We'll play them back-to-back games on Thursday and then Friday. So we'll see how that works out. Um I honestly think I I really just want to say it was an off night. I really okay. just want to go ahead and throw that on there. I think uh, I don't know if you did you watch the game? Yes, sir. Okay, so I, yeah. I, I, I watched the game and it, it just looked slow. It looked bad. Sloppy. It looked sloppy. Sloppy. Yeah, but but, but, but yeah, that that is. The, but I completely agree with you. I do not see this as things that are coming ahead or whatever. This is just an off night. Everyone everyone had it. Everyone does have it. Even championship teams can't go 82-0, so. I, I to, I, that's what I want to say. I totally agree with that. I just think this was an off night on a really good team that's an underrated really good team. Not a team that's, uh, that's you know. Not a washover. Exactly. But. No, it's, it's not a team that, uh oh, yeah, no, we should beat these guys. No, it was a team that I was like, you know, we got to be careful with these guys. These guys are good. They all can put up points, and they did. Sabonis, yep. I think Sabonis was the was the worst in the fourth quarter. Yeah, you know, like oh man, they all. And then what what really killed me though is what really pisses me off is the way they treated us on the boards. We got bullied, just all, off, all over all night long. I don't like to get bullied. <laughs> I, it's not. It's not a good look, man. Yep. Don't take my lunch money like that, man. I I didn't like mm. it. So I mean. Let's hope that we can go ahead and just get that back. Jay Crowder was off. That was a lot of, uh, I'm not going to lie, that was a lot of dribble pull-ups shots for Jay Crowder. I don't like it. Because Jay Crowder's afraid to shoot inside the arc. I don't know why. I don't, I'm cool with that. He I'm cool with that. But, but you know what then? Stop standing in the arc and looking for a two. All right? Then go ahead and say. Yes. Isn't he that three-point shooter? That's my point. But you know what, though? He was dribble shooter. He got he's, so he's much. more of a spot-up shooter. I don't like him dribbling the ball to find space. I like him waiting for a pass to shoot. You know? If that makes sense. So, But, he, but even, though, even, even though that's what he's known for, if you're wide open, and he was wide open at least five times, 
he either try to pass or you know try to pull back for that three. This week you got to take that shot. Monday, Thursday, Friday. Those are the games we've got. Danny, DeAndre Aiden has to have a twenty and ten game. Yes or no? No, in all three of them. At least one. Oh, I'm, I was going to go for two for three. Like I, I, I cause, because that's what I can expect. I, can from I him. raise it? Can I raise it? Sure. He has to have two for three, right? Yeah. I, I, I believe so. Like He has to. 20 points, it's not that hard, especially when you're a seven-foot center, right? You're going to get at least four dunk opportunities in the paint because you're so big. And you know what? You have a decent – like, when he pulls up from, from the corner from uh, uh, out just, just outside the paint, yeah. it's money. Always. He has that shot. He has that turnaround jump shot. He even has a decent hook shot. He can do some damage in the paint. So you can't tell me he can't put up 10 shots in 48 minutes and put up 20 points. And the fact that you're 7 feet tall, you should be having 10 rebounds a game in your sleep. There you go. And that's what we got. Um, Danny, I think I'm done. You got a final thought? My final thought is that Phoenix Suns need to go 3 for 3 this week. I'm putting it out there. If we're if, if what we're saying is true, that it was a fluke for the Pacers game, it was just an off night for us. And we have what it takes to pull together and make a playoff run. Against these three teams coming up, we need to pull three wins. Three wins out of three. That's Danny right there. Uh, Max, it doesn't have to be Suns. doesn't have to be NBA. Thank you for joining us today, man. Final thought. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Uh, my, my final thought is uh, that I, I want to keep doing this with you guys. And uh, Packers are going to the Super Bowl next year all the way, baby. Let's do it. All right, this is uh, Max's last episode, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for having us. Um, yeah, final thought. I kind of agree with Danny. I think if the Suns um, need to want to show that they are truly what they say they are, then they need to go ahead and fix themselves and uh, come back strong. And uh, my Eagles real quick. Um, yeah, please go get Casey Howard. I'd appreciate that. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um I'm going to let Danny close us out. This is his show. Thank you for having us, Danny. Thank you so much, Jeremy, and thank you guys all for listening. If you guys enjoyed this show, please tell your friends. Let them know to download us wherever they get their podcasts from. Now I'm talking about iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, these Amazon Podcasts, wherever you guys can get us. Make sure you download Sticks and Kicks. Share, like, subscribe, and give us that five-star review. And as always, I'm a part of everybody. Stay safe. We love you guys. We'll see you next week here on Sticks and Kicks.